Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I want people to believe in me, and I want people to believe in me when they taste my beer. That's what it's about. You mean you laid underneath it and tried to put his tongue up the bung? (laughs) I like to actually scoop up the yeast Uh and look at it. 7 o'clock came real early that next morning. Yeah, man. Thanks for dumbing that down for us. You did an awesome job. It's all about food and beer. Punch me in the junk. Man, that thing was thick. The point is just beat it like it's your dick. I like to smell it (laughs) afterwards. Are you being sarcastic right now? Bring your body armor. I ran into my jungle once on a ball valve on a kettle. That's a true happy now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hello, good afternoon. My name's Justin Crosley. I'm your host tonight on The Session. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I got a good English ale in my glass. There you okay, go. I'm drinking the same beer. And all my friends around me. Oh. Yeah. All of them? Bebo's right there. Oh. Some of your, yeah. Is she around you? <laughs> and I'm in another room. <laughs> <laughs> That's close enough. That's true. As close as I want you. It's as close That's as the courts will allow. Rude. <laughs> and Shimkey's here. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Oh, you guys are friends now and not just buddies? What? You got upgraded. Whoa. Or you got downgraded, Jay. One of the two. No, no, that was separate. I was saying, and and also... Oh, also, Kim is here it today. It was the dash. Because there were a sentence written, the dash. How come microphones hate... I, I was going to complain about it, and then I realized yeah. I kind of enjoy it, not hearing her, so... I don't know what happened. Try, 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 is this, it me? try this one over here, Shimki. Oh, she has to sit next to me now. Uh-huh. She purposely she sat karma. far away. So now that once it's she sits karma, down, it's Carmax. Once she sits down, I'll plug in her microphone cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Warren and I worked this bit out earlier. <laughs> right. It's not going really well, but it got her to move away from me. So <laughs> going great. It worked for her beardy. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Try that microphone beardy. I hope it fucking works. Now? Oh, damn. Oh, it's dead. Dead Mike. Dead Mike in the middle of the road. Yep, still dead. Better fix that soon. Mm. Like like before the guest comes on. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. You can have mine. 
Now we'll figure it out. Okay, well, welcome, Shimke. Now you're now you're welcome. Why, thank you. I'd say it's a pleasure to be here, but it's all right. God. Just okay. You don't hate it, though. I don't hate it. Yeah, her her she sounds weird. That's for sure. Her voice gets higher every time she's on. The- <laughs> you know, and that happens. I noticed that with like Beverly or like when Taryn's on the mic. Any women that I record with that are on the microphone, they just talk like normally like this, and you get a microphone from them. They go, "Oh my god!" And their Actually, voice that's goes not like true. This. I do talk like that in real life. Not as not as like focused. I think I have to get a special microphone for you. You're going to get your own special microphone. <laughs> Matching helmet Can we pimp included. it out? Just yeah. with a, a little bit? A built-in bypass. I heard you like microphones, so I put a microphone in your microphone. What are you doing here, Kim? Just hanging out? Yeah. Good time? Well, I heard there was alcohol for me, but apparently it is not here. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's here in the sense of on Earth. <laughs> right, uh, ethereally, yeah, but right. not where it does me any good. I think it's the royal no. here, really, is what it is. Well, right, is. and I feel like I mean it was at at Bev's house, and then now it's at Warren's house, so it literally just overshot. <laughs> right. So it'll course correct; it'll come back. <laughs> right, it's on the move. That's all. Some beer got shipped to you, and some liquor from liquor. Tennessee, hmm. like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three months ago. Yeah, now, now three months from uh, you know how uh, guests we had on the show on Heads and Tails. That's yeah. right, Heads and Tails podcast. You can download that on iTunes, like, subscribe, mm-hmm. and uh, be part of the family. Yeah, L- listen to the uh, about the liquor that Kim <laughs> didn't get to drink. Huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know the internet exists. I can find out where you live. So it's actually in your best interest to bring it here. Oh, it's one two three Dick Street. That's <laughs> where he lives. Yeah. In Let Coxville. me confirm. Let me Google. <laughs> All right. Good start, everybody. Thank you very much. Did the I mic work it, yet? Uh, try it now. How about now? Is oh, this working now? Still no. Still not working. Still not working. No. I think Tasty's mic is off now, too. Is Mine's he, off as well? No, no, yours is on now, too. <laughs> oh, no. Like he said, yours is on. Wait, did that? It's on. Hey, it's working. You did it. Yeah. There were a couple issues. One of them is that I had it EQ. I just, and I can tell now, I had it EQ'd for Kim Shimke the last time she was on here. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is why it didn't pick you up. It only picks up screeching high noises. Hi, Kim Shimke. Hi, guys. So rude. The other one was, was user error. I think I screwed it up. Uh, should be good to go now, though. Thank you. Should we start over? Uh, no, but we should thank our sponsor, More Beer, yes. for bringing oh, you yeah. this session and every session that we do. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. They got the Robo Brew and um, all kinds of good things that you could uh, you can go purchase from them. And they're great people, and they offer great products. Over at morebeer.com. Check them out. On tonight's program, we've got Armistice Brewing Company out of Richmond, California, which is near us here in Concord. Um, and they're a fairly new brewery, and they're a brother and sister team. Alex and Gregory Zobel are here to talk about how they got started. And um, uh, I'm told that right now at the Hop Grenade is the most beer they've ever sent yeah. out of the brewery. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, they're a taproom-only type of brewery, so they're really excited. We've got, I think, six different kegs of theirs here. Hell yeah. Um, so if you're local, uh, come on down tonight to the Hop Grenade, or yeah. probably for the next couple of days it'll it'll be on tap, maybe till Wednesday or Thursday yeah. or so. There's beers that they don't even have there. Yeah. We've got the last cakes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to learn all about their beers. They do a lot of hazy beers. And then on the completely other end of the per- uh, spectrum, uh, English ales. Uh, wow. So we'll Perfect. Be, yeah. So we're going to kind of mix the show between those two things and talk to them about all of that. 
Well, I think uh, Warren and I will be uh, taking a break for the first part of the show and then yeah. coming in for the second part, which is really the core, you know, the, the point of the whole thing, the crux of the, of the issue. Of Un- unless the English ales are in the first part, and then we'll be here for the first part. I'm just not going to tell right. you. And then you gotta, you're going to have to gamble. Just do one of, just do one of each. <laughs> we each, we yeah. have to pick one, Rochambeau. Yeah. Okay. Hazy English. Hazy English. Yeah. Uh, Beardy, as as I hear, is back uh, helping out working at Heretic. Yes. The rumors are true. The rumors are true. Yeah. Um, Andrew, uh, the guy running the show over there, is on paternity leave. He's now a a father two times over. Jesus Christ. uh, Yeah. Well, mistakes do happen. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, he's on paternity leave, and so the timing worked out perfectly, and so I'm helping uh, Jamel out. In the brew house, getting some new people finished, uh, trained in, and okay. also uh, helping get the distillery off the ground. Oh, yeah. That's just a few months away. The Heretic. grain goes in the toilet, right? Heretic distilling. Right. It all starts as toilet wine. <laughs> so you're <laughs> no longer it. at Loma. Correct. Are we yes. allowed to talk about that? Uh, let's wait a little bit. The court case gets well into the system. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Right. Warren making friends. Warren yeah. is very easy to work with. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's probably very easy to employ. Yeah. Never yeah. questions anything. You'll make anything you want. As long as it's not this or that. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. And as yeah. long as you don't do it this way or that way. You're free. I just work for you. Yeah. Some people want to fight being successful. Yeah. And yeah. others, uh, others yeah. don't. That's right. Like my man in casino said, there's three ways to do things. The right way, the wrong way, and my way. Yeah. That's right. That's Beardy's way. <laughs> Which way? <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're the... Uh is it was it Pesci or De Niro? De Niro. De Niro. So you're yeah. the you're the Robert De Niro of the brewing world, maybe. Apparently, well, With, I wouldn't go that far. Without all the swagger, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Or if you follow that character arc, you started low, you crested, and now you're back starting low again. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Is that how the movie goes? Sure. Yeah. It was probably made before I was born. Spoiler, not that, spoiler alert. <laughs> not that being back at Heretic is low. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you want to dig on Jamil, that's fine. <laughs> right. Pile on. Yeah. All right. A uh, few things going on this week. Um, there's a cool party on Thursday. The Rare Barrel and Faction and uh, Cellar Maker are having their five-year anniversary party together. And guess what it's called, Beardy? Uh, I'm on a boat. Yacht Rock on the Bay. Oh. They rented a they rented a boat. We're all going. Well, actually, I invited all of you. None of y'all can go. Yeah, I can't. Uh, go. I'm going to be out of town. Otherwise, I would totally be there. Are yeah. you going, Tasty? No, you're no. not going either. I got invited from every direction. Uh, are, are you? Do you get seasick or a something? Little, not enough that I would enjoy a drinking beer on a. Okay, because I thought for sure you'd be going to that. But I, uh, if it was if it was on the shore, I God, I'd be there for sure. <laughs> right, it's a great crowd. You can't no Dramamine will work. Nothing. I, I don't want to get into that. And I'm, a, and I'm a kind of a bar hopper guy. Okay. I'm on a boat for three hours. Like, where do I hop to? Right? You get bored. Like, call the Coast Guard, get me yeah. out of here. Right. <laughs> TC doesn't like to take drugs. So, <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Getting okay. drunk on a boat does sound He terrible. likes to eat them. Oh, it's great. Boat drinking is fantastic. Cool. Yeah, it's a good time. You're going to dust off the uh, BN Yacht Club well, sport coat? <laughs> I think so. I think I have to. Although, <laughs> I, the did, trunks? <laughs> I, I think it's too cold on the bay for those. Yeah, Unless I could wear tights underneath them. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Flesh color. Sure. Flesh color. Yeah, I can say flesh. I'm just going to ask you to not do that. Hell yeah. You're not going either. 
I'm not. I get seasick too. I can't believe it. Alex called and offered me tickets, and I thought, oh, everyone's going to be so happy. Why'd you offer me? I would have. So that must make sense why you offered me a ticket because everyone else declined. (laughs) Pretty much. Oh, you were first. This happens often. It's seniority. That's actually not true. but I did completely forget about you. Yeah. I, <laughs> you forget I, about me when we're at the same event together. I know. I sent out, I was like, okay, who works for us? And I sent it out to everybody. And then I was going through the list. And I was like, oh, wow. God, did I really invite everybody? Nobody can go. And then I was like, oh, shit, Kim. And I had already told Alex because he, he wanted to release the tickets if we couldn't take them. And I had told him, yeah, so you know, nobody can go. And it was like a day later. And I... I was like, oh, shit. Again, I forgot about Shimke. So I had to call Alex and be like, hey, before I offer it, (laughs) because now I don't want to take it back, do you still have one available? And he did. Nice. And you can't go anyway. So no harm, no foul, really. Did we ask the the Dr. Homer dude? No, but I don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> well, there's only one now. They left, but see, you rank higher than I than do. Brian he on Doctor Homebrew. Hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, wants. You. Yeah, it's a strong word. I mean, I like Brian and everything, but it's, yeah. it's awkward. He's quiet and I'm quiet. And well, he's I'm, taller than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> the other. So it's only Brian. Yeah, yeah. Keith has moved, and oh. we are replacing Keith with rotating co-hosts. Okay. Consisting of Matt Sager from Danville Brewing. That's a good one. Nicole. Okay. Ernie yeah. from Cicerone program, yeah. I imagine, and okay. Nate Smith. Bed. Wow. So nice and then, but it'll um, be Nate and Smith. Uh, it'll, Nate and Smith. It'll Nate. be Nate and Nicole together. <laughs> no, I it's see. Nicole. Oh. No, she's Nicole of Nate and Nicole. <laughs> yeah, of Nate and Nicole. Oh. That and was then, what he was saying. Uh, it wasn't Brian Shaw, who's a grandmaster BJCP judge, apparently, or almost almost a grandmaster. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's how we got to do it for now. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, now I'm all up to date on the happenings at the Brewing Network. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't right. doesn't work here? Oh. Yeah. Check that off your list there. Yeah, I like it. I like Fascinating I... content like this brought to you by Dramamine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dramamine. I like when I catch up along with our listeners and what's happening around here. Real time. So, anyway, Kim, I, I remembered eventually, and I think that's yeah. I think that's a step forward. I think so. I mean, we've been at the same event where we've planned to meet up, like through text and email, separate documentation, and then I text you that I'm there, and you're like, "Oh, oh you're, you're here!" here. <laughs> Surprise. Was was that intentional? Or are you supposed to be here? Yeah. He, yeah. He like muted yeah, your microphone, and he's muted you. I think as well. Right. Yeah. Same thing. A different button, but same process. Yeah. But I feel like it keeps our relationship fresh, uh, because then when I finally realize you are someplace, I'm excited about it. Right. <laughs> He's always surprised. I've never surprised. that excitement. Um, what does that look like when you display it? Oh, what are you doing? It looks the same as when I'm not excited, really. It's oh, all the same. perfect. It's, yeah. in a very, I'm a very it's, in, it's internal. Yeah. You know. So just know that about him, that he's excited. You'll never get the gratification or satisfaction excitement. of of seeing him excited. Yeah. So but it's, it's a one-way there. street, but it's there. Well, if you know it's there, it's two ways. I feel like if you just acknowledge now that if I see you, I'm excited in some way, shape, or form. You'll know, and that it'll it'll be good. It'll be and that's do all ways. the work for me. <laughs> it's because I hold his stuff. <laughs> Can you? Hold, oh, it's good to see you. Can you hold this? Uh, that, that has happened. This is a box. Can you hold Mark, my raccoons? I know. I just need you to hold my raccoons for a minute. I gotta go drink. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess have fun doing all the things that you guys are doing. Uh, I'm going on a boat. <laughs> yeah, we've been a boat. Right? Hell yeah, dude. I did yeah. ask Alex too, though. I, you know, I I didn't ask. I stated um, there better be nothing but yacht rock on this boat. Oh, oh yeah. it's in the title. Absolutely. 
He said Absolutely. no. He said no. Yacht Rock. No. Yeah. Uh, it's called Yacht what? Rock. Yeah. I know. Why would they name it that? Uh, he, well, for one, he's spinning. Who? Oh dear God, Alex, mm. DJ Alex, uh, DJ Tall I've heard, Alex. I've heard about this. Is spinning for two hours, like <laughs> like on a like a stationary bike, right? City spin. <laughs> yeah, it's a spin class. <laughs> Good. I don't know. That's just, yeah. that was his answer. All right. And, well, um, uh, I don't know what the other hour is. I maybe maybe I can convince him to play some yacht rock. Why not? It's do probably a, gonna wow. be Jay's iPod. <laughs> right. oh. Why not do a little yacht rock yacht rock remix on your when you're spinning? Yeah, you know? yeah try to freshen up. Uh, you know the perfect class of uh, music. Yeah, you know just a little bit. I'm kind of now not as disappointed that I can't go. Yeah, I don't blame you, I, especially because why not just call it like they could they could have called it like. I'm on a boat, right? Or, or any of the other like yacht themed, you know, humorous names, right? But they called it like Yacht Rock Fifth Anniversary. Yeah, we rented Jeff Bezos's yacht <laughs> anniversary party. Yeah. So I don't know. Sounds like there might be a mutiny. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna wear headphones the whole time. I got. <laughs> I got none of you guys to talk to anyway. So I'm just gonna walk around yacht rocking. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm going to reevaluate my stance, and you have to wear your nutters and your white oh, jacket for to pro- sure. In protest. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. With your yacht outfit. With yeah. your yacht shoes. I think I still have all of these items. So and and, the, and your. Should. And a captain's Douchey hat? little hat? Oh, I might have that. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that in a while, but I'll, I think I have these things. It's like six ninety nine on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some other things happening, too. Uh, let me get to our announcements brought to you today by Drake's Brewing Company. Go to drinkdrakes.com and check it out. They got a uh, whole new style of IPA happening. Uh, they're Extra Brute IPA. They're one of the first to ever make one, and you can buy it in bottles now. I had their Pilsner the other day. Uh, bought it off the shelf, uh, yeah. which is also really good. They make a great beer. Everything they make's good right now, Tasty. Yep. We're I like, lucky. I like that place. Yeah. Uh, and they're opening a new place in Sacramento. Yeah, a new uh, beer out in that area. Called The Barn, the Barn, I think. So they've got uh, Drake's Barrel House. They've got Drake's Dealership in Oakland. Uh, and then they're opening The Barn, uh, I Dr- think, any time now. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be making beer up there, right? Uh, I don't know. No, oh. I don't think so. I heard it's like a container uh, place. You know, uh, they modify okay. containers. The containers? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they put a brewery there or not. Like Golden I, Road? It I'll, sounds familiar. At first I was going to say no, just like you said no, but then in the back of my head there was... Maybe they put like a, little, a small one just to maintain a certain kind of license, maybe or I don't. Know. Maybe maybe they changed the plans to where it's not. But I think initially it was oh, supposed to have some sort I, of production. Yeah, I think they, they could have I'll find out. We don't know. Okay. I think they also wanted it as like an event space. Oh, cool! That you can rent out. Yeah. Yes. And not invite you to things. And not have me be there. <laughs> oh, hey, at least knowingly. Here. At least knowingly, yeah. you find a way. Uh, I'll find that answer and see see what's going on up there, and I'll report back next week. All right, we do have some new Brewing Network shows. If you haven't heard, uh, we have an all-Spanish-speaking podcast called Entre Cervezas. We just launched our our second episode last week, Um, so we're hoping to reach into the Spanish-speaking home brewing and craft beer market with that. There's a big need there. It's actually kind of like when we started back in 2005. There was nothing else uh, around. You know, there were some magazines and things like that, and uh, same is happening in in Latin America right now, so we launched uh, a podcast for that. So if you got any Spanish-speaking uh, brewers and friends uh, who are looking for some information, tell them to check out Entre Cervezas. Also, if you're a pro looking for better marketing tactics and how to get your beer into the marketplace, check out our new podcast, Shine Runner Craft Marketing. That's done by Mark Colburn. Um, you can listen to him on the session as well. Just search his 
name on our website. He came in, did a great job talking about his, uh, I don't know, 20-something years in craft marketing. Yeah, a lot of experience. Uh, and then we decided to get him to do his own thing for us. So a couple new shows there for you. And we're working on more, too. There might be a new show all about hops. It's true. Uh, coming, it's a rumor. Coming down the pipeline. You know, Heads and Tails never got this much media coverage. That's more. not true. You know what I'm uh, we mentioned it a few times on this show. See? Mm, this is only the that. second time. I've this is never enough. Is what and actually, it got mentioned already once on this show before yeah. all of these other shows. I think he means, yeah, but that he has to do it himself. He's, yeah. oh. he's, he's pushing it. Yeah. Um, but. yeah. Wait, what got mentioned? <laughs> oh, Heads and Tails. It's a show about distilling mm-hmm. with you and me on it, actually. <laughs> He's yeah, banging it again. <laughs> if you haven't looked at the at the show lineup recently on thebridgenetwork.com, you should. Yeah, you should. And you'll find heads and tails there. <laughs> hey, we have a fan. You got me one. Hell yeah. yeah. Let me down for one. Hell All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll take Kim's bottle. <laughs> oh, it's at my house, Chase. Do you want to come I'll do this? Come okay. Okay. Maybe not that way. I'll okay, yeah. I invite all my yeah. friends I'll over to I'll my house after the show. Right. <laughs> to get Kim's liquor. Follow him there. All right. Also, uh, the Brewing Network has signed up to put on the Concord Oktoberfest. That's happening October 12th and 13th. Uh, it, it's a Friday night and an all-day Saturday. And that's coming together really nicely. We're going to have 20-plus craft breweries serving all kinds of German lagers and other lagers. Dan Gordon's going to come out from Gordon Biersch and oh, tap the first keg nice. wow. with the mayor. I got him and the mayor up there doing the whole wooden keg hammer tapping thing. Nice. boy. Uh, so that'll be fun. That's uh, cool. Is he going to play the Star Spangled Banner as a trombone? I tried to get him oh. or his band to come play, and no, uh, yeah. uh, they just do jazz and stuff. Uh, so, okay. yeah, he won't do it. Uh, but we do have a kids area with rides and food, and uh, I do have all kinds of, of music happening. I, I might have, uh, I'm just waiting for final confirmation, but. Um, a twenty-piece, twenty-piece German orchestra coming to play here in the park, which will be fun. That's a it's wow. a lot of uh, instruments for Ein Prosit, but <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, so save the date, October twelfth and thirteenth. I'll put up information on that uh, tomorrow on thebrewingnetwork.com, or you can go to visitconcord.com right now and check it out. It's already there. Um, we'll be selling tickets in advance and on site. And I'm doing traditional German steins, uh, so you can. You can sit there and drink a lot of beer if you want. It should be fun. All right. Do your Amazon shopping through the website. Just click the Amazon links, and uh, that's a great way to help us out. We appreciate all of you to do that. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. Just click the donate link on the homepage, and that enters you into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway. Uh, for as little as 2 bucks a month, you're entered to win $100 to spend at More Beer. And we draw that name uh, every month, and it goes, uh, we send you an email, so make sure your email's up to date in PayPal. It also goes into our uh, wonderfully authored uh, newsletter that Kim Shimke puts together each month. Uh, and if you sign up to join the army, you you get that letter each month. You get to, you to see the talents of Kim Shimke um, in your inbox. The only good grammar you'll come across in Brewing <laughs> Network, anything. Probably so. Wow, um, shots all around. Yeah, I guess so. Even. Uh, all right, uh, there are things on Twitter and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Also, the work of Kim Shimke. So, really, her fingerprints are all over this mess. If you think about it. And her good grammar. And if that weirds you out, don't think about it too much. No. All right. Send your show feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send show ideas there, too. And uh, we try to get uh, all of your ideas on the air as long as they're not stupid ideas. <laughs> we, we, we do those ourselves. Yeah. That's yeah. We, we don't need any we help. We got that covered. We need help with that. 
All right, do we have a Twitter game today? We do have a Twitter game, Justin. Thank you for asking. Twitter is brought to uh, Twitter game is brought to you today <laughs> by uh, all of Twitter. All of Twitter. Hell yeah. Now that's a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting that domain name right now. <laughs> uh, brought to you today by GrogTag. GrogTag's your one-stop homebrew customization shop. They've got it all from reusable beer and wine labels to durable metal signs to high-quality coasters, and everything is customizable. So get creative over on grogtag.com with one of our hundreds of templates. Uh, they'll print it out on high-quality materials and ship it out to you. It's easy. Check out grogtag.com today and use coupon code BNARMY, and you'll save 10% on your next order. That's grogtag.com. What's our Twitter game? Well, uh, we were sitting here before the show, and it, it dawned on me, Justin, that everybody in this room has a nickname. Ooh. You got Tasty, you got Warren... Dick face for you, probably. I don't know. I don't even really know. I don't know either. Uh, Jay, I guess. And, you know, me. And then there's Bev. But Kim Shimke has no nickname. Ah. So I think we need to change this. So that's a Twitter game. Apply a nickname to Kimberly Eustace Shimke. Four and a half years later? Yeah. Well, you know, why why are you complaining about it? It's happening. I didn't ask for it, too. I'm kind of concerned about what we're going to see. Me, too. <laughs> Great-granddaughter too. of uh, Bob Eustace. That's right. That's right. By the way. Who reminded you to always spay your pet. <laughs> I think that was Bob Barker. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh, all right. I like it. Well, we're going right. to name Shimke today. <laughs> Shimke just doesn't have a nice enough ring to it. <laughs> Are we going to let her vote on who? Are you going to be here to vote? Are you going to be around a while? Yeah, I think, she, I can, vote? Should she, vote? I think she can vote. Yeah. Are okay. you staying for the whole show? We do it at the end, you see. Yeah, yeah I, I know. <laughs> You ever been there? I've stayed for one or two. See. Yeah, see? You see, we do it at the yeah. end, you see? Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll follow along to see the ones that come up as we go. Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, this ought to be fun. <laughs> can right. we play or along who? also on Twitter? Yeah, can I play? Hey, man, you can't win, but you can play along. Yeah. There you go. All right. Absolutely. Okay. All right, let's do some feedback. Feedback's brought to you today by our friend John over at the Beer Law Center. Go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. He's a good guy. He's always working for me. He's working hard right now. We got a cease and desist sent to us. No. No. What did you do? First one. Ever? I think. From... For yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, you probably one. can't talk about it, but... I think I can talk about it. Um, uh, there is another place that's not a hop grenade or anything, um, but they, they feature a drink called uh, the Hand Grenade. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, my God. Also, uh, commonly... Re- it's actually a really famous place. Commonly referred to as the Grenade. Um and anyway, they found us because uh, somebody else was applying for a hop grenade trademark recently, and it, it flagged for them, and they opposed that, and blah, blah, blah. Is that New Orleans? Um, we could leave you know specifics out of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, otherwise, I would have included I, them I'm, myself. I'm, yeah, yeah. I only know based on real experience. I think Kim is referring to the show I'm posting for Heads and Tails, where our distillery 73 distillery. Stilling is from New Orleans, so she yeah, saw exactly. that. That's what she thought. Got it. Just jump the gun a little bit. So everything's, I think, going to be fine uh, because there isn't any real uh, uh, crossover in the no. market. But we'll, we'll we're going to talk to so, them. And they sent a, they sent a very nice letter. Actually, they sent it like I send them, where they're yeah. like, "Hey, let's talk about this and figure it out." And 
Uh, so anyhow, go nuclear. John's got to go to work on that too. Uh, but he's a good guy and he knows what he's doing. Check it out at beardlawcenter dot com. And if uh, you know, you'll know he's doing his job well when you find out hopefully soon that I'm not actually being sued. Or the Brewing Network logo changes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, so it's... it's or the Hibernate. Don't look at the Hibernate. It's just using the grenade. So is it for the bar or is it for the Brewing Network? I'm so I have a trademark on the uh, on the mark, which is the image. Yeah. Um, but apparently I don't on the text. Mm. And I think we applied for that and and were rejected on the text but approved on the on the image. Yeah. But we were still okay to use the text. I just couldn't own the trademark for it. Uh, and I think, and, and anyhow, we've been doing that now for going on five years. Sure. Um, so they're actually a little past the, probably the, the statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. There's no like hard and fast rule, like when you're allowed to contest it. Yeah. But the reason that I have to like contest mine every single month, every time it comes up, no matter how small the company is, is that if I don't, it essentially says, I don't care if people use it. Right. And so they obviously haven't cared too much. Yeah. Uh, to notice or, or reach out to me in a few, in a few years. Um, but anyhow, I'm actually thinking it'll never get to that. Uh, yeah. They seem to think everybody can live uh, harmoniously. Uh, th- their, theirs is not a hop grenade, and, and mine is not an actual grenade. Um, and we don't really market this place as the grenade or anything like that. Um, so maybe I just can't open a bar like in their neighborhood. I, I, I'll find out. Yeah. But... You know, John's got to take care of that. Yeah, so, he knows how to handle this. Perfect. Yeah, that God was, bless that, that was the point here is that the guy's always working, and he yeah. can do a good job for you, too. So go to BeardLawCenter.com and check it out. All right. Here is your feedback today. Rob writes in, hey, guys, and Bevo. Nobody ever mentions Shimke. It's like they forget all about her. <laughs> Just it's, like you guys. Who would do that? It's yeah. like they forget <clears throat> she's even here. I think Which, what might help is to is is if our listeners would text her <laughs> and invite her to places. I think that would remind them that she is like a And they're excited to have exists. me. All right. Kim, hey, so, when did you get in let's here? Let's try that. It's 510. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 867-5309. Try that. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they just forget you're, you're an, an integral part of this team. <laughs> For being so obnoxious and shrieking, you would think that I would stand out more. <laughs> right. I can't understand it! You know what we should well, do? Well, maybe that's the only dogs can hear me, so... <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to have a... A shriek off between Nicole Ernie and, oh. and Kim Shimke, and that they don't actually be... have to shriek. They just we just have to give them sentences to read, <laughs> right. and we'll let our listeners decide which one has the, the shrill voice, Honestly, the most awful. Radio we don't voice. need to do that. We know what the answer is. <laughs> I'm going to call in sick. <laughs> the answer is it's a tie. No, it's not. Uh, well, I like the idea. I tie with anything with Nicole. That's a good thing. Oh, so there you go. See, there you go. She's an impressive woman. Yeah, she is. You say oppressive? <laughs> All right. So Rob writes in, yes. uh, uh, hey, I've been listening to the show off and on for, uh, off and in, actually, for three years now. And this week, when you did the show about the imperfect produce, I heard a new guy on the show. I think you called him Justin. <laughs> Uh, he's he's pretty good. Was he a guest DJ? That would be cool if you had guest DJs in running the show. JP, you do a great job, but someone want, might want to hire this guy before some other podcast steals him. <laughs> Except for the live reads, he did a good job. <laughs> 
which is true. I was really bad. That's at the right. That's last right. Um, anyway, he says, uh, kidding. It was good to hear Justin back on the show. Uh, great job, all of you. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. Um, so far, my live reads are going better this week. I know it's true. I did my I did my mouth stretches. Nope. Have you done in your live reads? I couldn't tell. <laughs> See, it was so smooth, so I'm, casual. I love it. Yeah, like right. a velour jumpsuit <laughs> that I'm wearing now, <laughs> <laughs> underneath your clothes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Dave writes in. Uh, this is about the Jamil sex show that we mentioned coming up soon. No pun intended. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> He says, Justin mentioned Jamil wanting to host a show about sex last week. Uh, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Um, which is, that's a weird statement to read. <laughs> the Jamel that we know? Fantastic yeah. idea. Fantastic yeah. idea. Uh, a show that's basically the first segment of Bruce Strong stretched out to an hour sounds like Radio Gold. Uh, cheers from Dave. Yeah, uh, you weren't here last week, Beardy, but I uh, Jamel's been asking me for years to let him do a sex advice show. <laughs> um, you know, people write in and, and he gives advice, and it's still a ridiculous idea. I mean, at first yeah. I, I, I humored him for a while, like, oh wow, that's yeah. such a great idea. Yeah. Uh, just when are we going to find the time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got too many things going on, you know. And that that went on for a while until finally I, I feel like he either he got busy, yeah. Although I'm sure I, I, I was kind of waiting. I felt like there was an age limit for him to be able to do that show. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, oh. like that, that, that he, that his advice is no longer relevant. He waited Just, him out. You know, his T, his oh. tea lowers enough where he's not thinking about it. Is yeah. what you're saying. Have you seen Cocoon? Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Or just that he, I feel like there may have actually been a time where he, he could give decent advice, uh, and now I, I was hoping to, to wait that out. My guess, though, is just that he thinks he finally caught on that I don't want him to do it. Uh-huh. In other words, if I were to offer, if I were to call him right now yeah. and say, we're ready to do yeah. the sex show, yeah. I think he'd do it in a heartbeat. I don't care. For sure. I don't think he'd care how busy he is. Oh, yeah. I think he'd do that it one way. heartbeat would drive blood to his wiener. That's what, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I still say, before you do that, you have to ask Liz if he knows what he's talking about. Right. Is she going to co-host? Right. Well, is she just, I mean, because you know what I mean? Like, he can give advice all day long, but if it's irrelevant or doesn't work, yeah, we only I, know a one woman for sure. I, I feel like. And that's Liz. I feel like his advice either comes from well before Liz, his very young years. They've been together <laughs> right. for a while. Right. Uh, which is why I'm saying maybe it's no longer relevant. Yeah. Um, or just from, like, shit he reads. Like, he reads a bunch of penthouse Penis forums. Penthouse forums. <laughs> right. And just feels like, well, I can talk about this stuff. It's no big deal. <laughs> for sure. So, I, in other words, I don't know that Liz has any, will have any valid input. Well, uh, uh, well, yeah. uh, well you know, on the Jamil show, we, we did talk about a little bit about the format and stuff. And it would be a lot of, like, uh, guests guest, uh, on the show, uh, amateurs and professionals. Oh, I see. Whatever they want to wear or not wear kind of thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Kind of, a, you know, like. Yeah. Right. If you sit on this towel, if you don't mind. <laughs> I, you gotta no, call, it'd be as like if a, this studio is all that clean. Right. Yeah. You gotta but call that show the, the, the uh, Me Too show, because <laughs> I feel like that's... <laughs> right. I don't know and if you me. Could be, right. Yeah. Well, like I said last week, we'd, be different, we'd have to have different people, different names, whole different, like... Right. Like, whole Personas. different company. Yeah. 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 Could that get the Brain Network kicked off of iTunes entirely? No, there's there's no. worse shows. There's yeah. some pretty terrible, and if it, it does could make us lose, you know, more sponsors than we already have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but there were sponsors that were upset even about Adam and Eve, uh, be, right. you know, coming on the show. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I'm fine to say no, pay up. 
Um, but yeah, I think doing a whole subset, you know, <laughs> the sex network. Oh, the sex network. Or just like do like a forum popular. online. Yeah. Let him run a forum. Geriatric sex. <laughs> oh, don't call it that. <laughs> Geriatric sex and you. you. Know, yeah. We're all going to have it one day, Bevo. I mean, <laughs> all of one us. Of those things. <laughs> We're going to catch geriatus. We're going to have geriatric sex. I mean, seriously. Do you think you'll still be having sex when you're 70? No. You don't? Nah. Because no. you will have lost interest by then, you think? I think I'll just be tired. I'm too tired all the time. But you won't be doing anything else. Right. You have zero energy for any sort of activity. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just I think I'll just be kind of just over it. I can't imagine I a day that I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And now that's not to say it's not going to happen. I, I yeah. still question whether or not I will at 70. I'm just, I, I find it hard to imagine. Yeah. Um, I also find it hard to imagine sleeping with a fellow seventy-year-old. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't expect to make it to seventy. So, right, not my problem. <laughs> yeah, Tasty, does, no, did, you want to admire professional opinion? I yeah, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Tasty's not seventy. I want to know. <laughs> no, what? he might be. Nobody really knows. <laughs> sure knows. I actually know. What I want to know is right. does <laughs> I'm I'm sure the drive diminishes or does it? Yeah. Okay. No. Does it go away? No, it does not go away. Okay. Oh, oh, That's what I thought. Absolutely. Yeah, who, look who you're asking, first of all. <laughs> well, right. I mean, they said my, who my experience self-proclaimed to the And I know other old people, low. but yeah. very few old women. <laughs> yeah. I'm with the JP, and I want to wake up next to a... You know, someone your age. Old person. Yeah, someone my own age. <laughs> yeah. You're no, like, it's tough. Like, you and my dad both. That's why I married five years younger. Just... You know, yeah, stave that off as long as possible. No, that's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So at 70, you know, I should be 65, still spring chicken. I don't know. Uh, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm not. I'm not worrying. I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I'm just, uh, you know, one day at a time, not one decade at a time. I just, I can't figure. I can't think that far ahead. These are the things I think about. most you need a hobby. It's life. Contemplate it. <laughs> Last time I got a hobby, I started this bullshit. So. Start yeah. another bullshit. Yeah. The sex network. <laughs> right. Where, See, that's what will happen. Where, and then monthly, for a fun Instagram thing, we can chart everyone's T level. His testosterone level and oh, just see, see where it. we're all at. Yeah. Or they're, where they're at. I'm not going to be honest. You know. We should do that anyway. We should do, Remember when we did the yeah, why, why labs, uh, who's going to die yeah, thing? Yeah. Um, uh, we should do a testosterone level test. All right. I bet Shimke has higher levels of testosterone than you do, JP. No, I got mine tested recently. It's pretty high. I is did it? actually it's in October pretty, very of high. 2016. I can look it up, I think. What is it? I think. I don't remember it offhand. Double digit? Yeah. No, yeah, see, but I think, you should no, be I in the hundreds. Not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? What are the perp? Why would the two of you have these tests done? What things are like? I had I get, issues with my hormones that I had to change my birth control. So they. I checked. see. Okay. Yeah, they I did them. too. <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm trans, I'm transitioning into um, a father. Into a, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. no, I, because I just get all sorts of fucking tests done. You know what I mean? All so, the time. Yeah, uh, all the you time. You just sit around. Just you're like, well, you know, I haven't had this one done. Yet. Yeah, I just get blood tests. Yeah, what are all these tests? So yeah, check all those. Right. Yeah. He'll be doing it seventy. He has the energy to get tested. Fuck not it. Actually, have sex. He's draining my blood. Why are you draining so much blood? Do you need that much blood? What are you, Dracula? <laughs> I think we should do this. I bet. I think it'd be hilarious to find out too that Tasty's like, uh, well, di- have, like I, way above us. I have a diagnosis, so I would rather than I get into that. You already got it checked. What do you mean you have a diagnosis? Uh, I know what mine is. Oh, you already know what it is. 
double digits. <laughs> maybe yes, maybe uh, no. Okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, no, well, one more question only implies an answer. Go ahead. Was it of con- was your level of any concern to the doctor, or did he find you no. to be healthy for your age? Yeah, all the age considered, it Average. wasn't a concern at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good to know. Okay. All right. I don't know how we got into all this, but Bev, uh, Bev's will be through the Jamil roof. show, which is where he's probably going to yeah. have Yeah, my testosterone's in like the quadruple digit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to, our friend Ryan does the Branding Brews podcast. It's a deep inside look at everything that revolves around branding and marketing a brewery. Branding Brews interviews industry professionals covering in-depth strategies and topics like labels, packaging, websites, social media content, trademark, marketing marketing, and more. Uh, whether you're in sales and marketing or you own a brewery or you're looking to start a brewery, Branding Brews is a podcast for you. Go to brandingbrews.com or subscribe to the show uh, wherever you like to get your podcasts. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got Armistice Brewing Company uh, on the show with us, and we're going to try some, you guessed it, Beardy, some hazy beers. <laughs> oh, dark mild. Yeah. <laughs> That's not till the next segment, but we got a lot of beer to talk with them, so hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star Treatment today.
tuned into this session. Because life's too short to listen to crappy radio. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. This segment is brought to you today by craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American craft beer. Visit craftbeer.com today for beer news and events, tasting tools, pairing suggestions, and much more. Go to craftbeer.com and check it all out. All right, as promised, we are in studio live with Armistice Brewing Company out of Richmond, California. Welcome, Armistice. Thank you for having us. It's good to see you all. So we've got, uh, let me let me introduce everybody so that our listeners can catch up with the voices here. Um, it's a brother and sister duo. We've got uh, Alex Zobel. Oh, no. Here. That Other one way. has a penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you're not Gregory. I don't have a penis yet. No. Uh, yet. Just kidding. You never know. <laughs> hey, what a time to be alive. You can get one. <laughs> That's right. Anytime. <laughs> right now. Let's, let me, come on. All right. Let me do that yeah, again. I, left, I actually left mine at home. So we've got Alex Zobel. <laughs> no penis. <laughs> Without the penis. And Gregory Still. Zobel. With the penis. We're not sure if he has a penis or not. Uh, Yo, he, sounds like, like, <laughs> he sounds like Kim. <laughs> does sound like Kim, yeah. I have a penis! Yeah, i got to adjust all the EQ settings again. <laughs> uh, they're the founders and brewers, and Sean Crawford, their assistant brewers in studio as well. How's it going? I'm not a Zobel. So. <laughs> not a Zobel. The only non-family member there, which can be The difficult. only one not in the duel. Okay. All my partners here are, are family as well. I'm the only non-family member and uh, so far it's worked out okay but every now and then you know you got to get in there with your you got to put your boxing gloves on like the rest of the family and, and argue. Be like a family member. Argue. Like a, yeah. You've always been this way. <laughs> I do believe that you two are the first brother-sister brewing duo we've ever interviewed here on the Brewing Network. We've really come a long way. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. That might be true. Uh, how did this come about between between the two of you? When did you decide to do this? It's really all your fault. Okay. You've heard that a few times, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we started home brewing together when we were both living down in L.A. Great. Yeah, to be to be fair, we actually hated each other growing up. Did I you mean, really? Yeah, that's that's not not a lie. A lot of people think it's just like part of making the story. Yeah, but like our parents were like, oh, this is kind of a problem, right? You know, we got two people who really hate each other. <laughs> so this Hell is yeah, super dude. interesting to me. I yeah. also grew up uh, arch enemies with my brother. And how are you now? Fucked up. (laughs) Should have started a brewery, man. I know. No, 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 we're good now. But until our, like, late teens, it was bad news. And I've never really met another siblings who who believed me. You know, because everyone goes, oh, well, you fought. And I'm like, no, no, it, no. There was, we did not. There was blood. Yeah, we didn't. Like, she removed was, his spleen there was, with an <laughs> RC car. <laughs> there was some, there was some real distaste there between the two of us until we were older. So you, yeah. you're saying you guys, not just your normal sibling rivalry here. Yeah, I mean, uh, we actually, our parents, to get in the real history, they they broke up when I was like six an months infant. old. Yeah, okay. just an infant, and so they broke up when Alex turned 11. She moved with our dad to this shitty place called Concord. Maybe you've heard uh, of it. Yeah, maybe you heard of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still never yeah. heard of yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and so that just drew us further apart, both, you know, physically and metaphorically, I would say. Yeah, okay. we, we straight up didn't live in the same household. So when we saw each other on the weekends, it was like... Fuck you. Yeah, cat and right. mouse. We right. got that bad history we shared together, too. Yeah, same. I grew up on different sides of the country for my brother, and and I would have to go visit there for a month, and and he'd have to go visit here. And I should point out, he could beat my ass like I was the sissy of the group. Oh, no penis. It was awful. Gregory knows all about that. Well, (laughs) 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 
So at what age then do, do you feel the two of you started to work on this relationship? Well, the younger brother being myself yeah. turned 21. Okay. That was the age that really began, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, so Gregory, he grew up with me sort of feeding him craft beer because I was really into like Sierra Nevada at the time. Still into Sierra Nevada. They're great. Uh, me, I grew up sort of cutting my teeth on like the silver bullet. Uh, like whatever my older stepsister would give me, um, Gregory, I like to think got to skip the shitty craft beer drinking. She took the bullet, like yeah, you know, as they say, the yeah, yeah. That's lucky. You. And you still hated each other. <laughs> yeah. How, how old are you I, now? I definitely bit the hand that fed me, but oh, okay. I'm 27 now. You're 27, so yeah, that makes sense. So you you really grew up with with craft beer. By the time you could drink, the shelves were full of craft beer. Yeah, I don't even know what natural light is. Right. Like some, <laughs> he I calls it I natural it light. The, case in point, I read it in the Bible at some point. Right. Or so first of all, you could, <laughs> yeah. Alex, I love you already. Yeah. <laughs> Just by that, I wish you had. We had talked about this beforehand because I would have brought an 18 pack and made him drink it for the entire program. <laughs> I, I believe that's we... called water recording. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not above it. <laughs> so me uh, and Dick Cheney, we're like this. <laughs> Great. That's right. Okay, so at 21, uh, what? Someone reaches out and says, "Hey, you want to? We have some beer together." And you know, all right. Uh, I would say at 21, my my I was living in Los Angeles at the time, working in television. She was finishing up her doctorate, and she goes, "Hey, let's go to this place called the Local Peasant and get." A beer called Lagunitas IPA. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And Back you in said, the day. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> Never contact me again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so so you start hanging out, you're having beer together, and, and at what point, do you, I assume you then start homebrewing together, or what? Well, so what ended up happening was I knew Alex was into this weird hoppy shit that I never knew anything about, okay. and was like, you know, I should get into this, like, homebrew kit, you know, make her brew some beer. But I kind of want to do it, too. You know, it kind of sounds like fun. So I get her a homebrew kit for her birthday. Okay. And I tell her, hey, you know, you got you to gotta let me brew this with you. You know, I, this is part of it. It's not a shitty gift. Yeah, classic, <laughs> classic <laughs> gift for you that you give to someone yeah. else. Yeah. Here's a bowling ball. Yeah. It's called Surprise. a homebrew, but don't yeah. worry about yeah. that. It's you know that you. dude you really fucking hate? Yeah, you got to hang out with me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some beer. <laughs> so, That's a classic little brother yeah. move, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good. We made this beer. We... Uh, we we made this beer. We smoked some things that yeah, I probably can't talk about. Fish. Oh no, I can't. It's yeah, California. We yeah. smoked some weed. Yeah, and, you're fine. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, we had a great time. We were way too high to brew. Uh, I think I literally after during the cooling the chilling phase, <laughs> my sister asked me. She goes, "You think it's it's cool enough to do it?" And I go, "Oh, let me tell it. let me tell you." And I dunk my finger into the word. Wow. Like, yep. It's good. Hell yeah, dude. That's yeah. a rule of thumb, yeah. baby. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, excellent. you know, looking back on it now, I want to scream, but uh, that was the origins. Alex, you can tell a little more about the... Uh, How was that can beer? I? It was so disgusting. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, he inoculated it with his... Did it taste like his finger? It tastes like his asshole. It tastes like something. You can assume. Yeah. later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you appreciate the gift and and the sentiment that you oh, guys yeah. would do this together? For sure, for yeah. sure. And we we fell into the hobby like hook, line, and sinker. We loved it. 
the expo line had just opened up, so I was commuting via light rail to downtown LA, which was still kind of a shithole at the time. Yes. Yeah. At the time. It's gotten better? Oh, none of us can afford to live there now. Yeah, okay. Modern times moved in. Uh, Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. So you were both living down there. You start home brewing. Mm -hmm. Um, At some point, you move back to the Bay Area? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so during that, that time period, I think... Both of us distinguish ourselves. Gregory's like definitely like a learner by doing, really into practical knowledge. I was a researcher, like you know, trying to be an academic, reading everything I yeah. could get my hands on, listening to everything I could get my hands on, including the Brewing Network. Alex is a Excellent. is a doctor. Well, that's what yeah. I heard. I didn't want to bring up yeah. that that probably also could be a source of even present discomfort so, that you're a failed TV yeah, person I, and she's a fucking yeah, doctor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's got a doctorate. I'm a dropout of college. College dropout. Hell yeah. I tell people between us two masters. It's a nice way to do it. There you go. Balance. Yeah. yeah. So what, Alex what could do you? the testosterone test that you're talking about. Oh, here. perfect. I don't have a penis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you a doctor of? 16th and 17th century English literature. It's like Shakespeare and Friends. She's barely a fucking doctor. Right. So she reads Greg, a lot. I would she's, worry about she's totally doctor. qualified to do the test. Testosterone. If you, have a heart, if you have a heart attack, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Not that kind of doctor. Uh, okay. So you completed your doctorate, though. I did it. Oh, you I did. Fucking did it. That's so oh, you important. did it. You yeah, did do it. Okay. I did it. Yeah. It's a, it's a long slog. Yeah. In the last two years, we were up in Napa taking care of our mom who was super sick. Okay. Um. At that point, we were definitely brewing as like a coping me- mechanism. I'd say. I yeah, see. That was the, that was when it really all. Yeah, we were down in L.A., and, we, you know, our mom had brain cancer and was like, okay. whoa, you know, we got to get up there and take care of her. You know, she, I mean, it was basically like, you know, she's got only, like, a year or two left. We didn't yeah. know that at the time. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of knew it. I mean, that's why we moved up yeah, in the first yeah. place. You knew you, you, knew you had to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had yeah. a doctor. Yeah. be totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we moved up there. Um, were so, you both always close to your mother, even as you weren't close to each other? I yeah, would say so. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Gregory got the benefit of basically growing up with her the whole right. time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right. yeah, we, we we moved back, um, and uh, I guess you know, not to get too sentimental here, but Maybe it was kind of it was kind of nice to show her like, oh, you know, we're going to be okay because yeah. we that was when we really hatched the plan because when we were down in LA, it was like. Love to open, you know, it's really cool to open a brewery, but like, I got this career in television. She's got this, you know, she's going to be a doctor of English soon. She's going to be on a 10 year track job at some. In other words, you're both going to be homeless eventually. Eventually. I'll be at Southern Tennessee Christian. (laughs) They don't even divide Tennessee that way. Right, exactly. Soon enough, we're going to be really sad. (laughs) So you you talked just casually about the idea of a brewery. Right. Before you moved up here to help out your mom. Right. It should be said all this time listening to the brewery. Network. Oh, great. That sucks. That's too bad. Yeah. It is, As if you guys weren't bad. sad enough. Yeah. 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 It probably would have taken you four years to I do it. So sick. Get out the grieve job. Is that, is oh. that what it is? Oh. That, that was oh. just to really give you a nice throwback. Wow. I hope that episode you listened to in a timely fashion uh, and we were able to. I tried some new things along that night. <laughs> Bring some comfort. Uh, you're welcome. Some what are you of my, doing here? I'm crying in other things. Some of my proudest moments. I'm thinking of my, my mom. My girlfriend broke up with me. I don't know why. <laughs> Right. I believe it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so moved up to Napa. It was, you know, in the romantic way, we were, like, brewing in this barn. Our, our mother lived in Napa, so it was, like, in wine country making a bunch of beer. And I was like, okay, well, here we are. We're sitting here just taking care of mom. We're not really doing anything 
career-wise, we might as well, like, really go for this. Right. Start doing the business plan and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. This seems like a bold step uh, because, and I don't know how well you were getting along after sort of burying the hatchet, but you're you're Whoa. going from, like, now we're, we're okay together, we've taken care of mom, we're going to conjoin our life together further yeah. by opening a business. We're going to get as close as we can to getting married. <laughs> right. It's yeah. really fucked up. Yeah. Right. We're going to do something that most yeah. people get a divorce yeah. Yeah. if they go into marriage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> did, did that not cross your mind? You know, like, should we go that far? Only after the first tax year. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Everything was still like the honeymoon phase. <laughs> right. No. Uh, no, I mean, I honestly... Uh, What's the word that you like to use? Uh, trauma bonded. Trauma fused. Trauma fused. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, like, losing a parent's rough, right? Yeah, and, yeah. like, there's nobody who's going to know about it better than your sibling. Sure. Especially so, when you're so hands on. Yeah. yeah. Right. Someone's exactly. usually, like, 8,000 miles away yeah. or whatever. But, but you guys are right there the whole time. And, yeah. And like, kind of be like, did you see this? I saw that. Yeah. And she's really losing it, right? Yeah, oh, she's dear. Yeah. It. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at some point during this process, though, is it is it before mom passes that you decide, hey, we're, we're going to do this. We're opening a brewery. Luckily, it was before. Okay. And I say luckily because our mom was a entrepreneur. Yeah. So you got to tell her. We got to. We, she had to. Alex. I read her the business plan. It oh, was cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she was didn't... totally bedridden, bed, bedridden, well, bedridden at that yeah. point. But yeah, we, we got to show her the, the vision, and I think she probably would have been an investor if she'd lived to see the day. Wow, yeah. It didn't happen. Okay. But life insurance is great. <laughs> <laughs> so in some ways, she was an investor. Right. She was. She really was. For her. In a real but way. But she loves the idea. And she was, I assume, then proud of you, too. And, you uh, know, yeah, honestly, okay. like, jokes aside, like, j- just throw the business aside, just having her know that, like, Oh, these two are going to be okay. Like, I mean, okay, when yeah. we, like as I was saying before, like when we didn't get along, we really didn't get along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you know, to this day, there's still a reason the office is detached from the brewery. You know, <laughs> the screaming. Yeah, very, very, yeah. Yeah. very screaming. As Sean, I'm sure we'll tell you later. He's sat, sat through some interesting times. Give Sean the <laughs> give Sean the microphone right now. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. All right. So the inside opinion. scoop here really <laughs> is I try and spend as much time in the brewery as possible because I can't hear what's going on. Okay, it's totally fine. But now, are, are 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 they exaggerating, or, is, or do they really kind of go at it there in the office still? I think they've learned to be more subtle about it. Okay. Uh, while still getting the point across. Okay. That's, that's actually probably the key. We know each other's triggers. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah, well, at least my parents didn't get divorced when I was born. That's very <laughs> You yeah. broke the family up. Can, can we go to break? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and what do you feel like the two of you argue now about things that that any business partnership would argue about, or are there is there extra shit? Probably more. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, I think we probably do. Yeah. But uh, the, the thing about the business partnership for like just like two random people who aren't related to each other, yeah, it's like you know I don't know for some you're a little more civil. Around each other, I, as, I agree. Yeah. yeah, as siblings, it's like you're fucked. Right. I, I know that you can never not be my sister, and it's the same thing. And I see right. it in her eyes too. It's like you're fucked. Isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it weird brother. though that we, that we do that? That we give this 
additional amount of respect to people that we're not related to. Yeah. We, we That's care why we hired more Sean. About their, <laughs> yeah. We care more about their feelings than we do our own siblings. Right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's, it's, it's totally true. It's a strange thing that we do. Well, in a business legally, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Right. Say again, Alex. I was just going to say, you can't like buy that kind of transparency. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good thing. Clear. Yeah. So that's got to be positive. Like, you guys know where you stand eight times a day. Yeah. Alex, Al- <laughs> I, I know that Alex is never lying to me when she tells me how she feels. And right. she can rest assured that it's the same for me. There's no sugarcoating. Yeah. Like, I, I'll come in. Like, I came in. Actually, perfect example. I came in today. And Alex turns to me and she goes, I've socialized all weekend, and I'm so fucking tired of socializing. So I'm fucking pissed off right now, and I'm like, okay, right. So I'm gonna go to take some gravities. Yeah, <laughs> right. Good morning. That's yeah. like a actually. It's, thank you for uh, thank I, you for the warning. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I, it's like a car with a ton of political bumper stickers on the back. Thank you for letting yeah. me know you're a dickhead. Yes, I'm not going to knock on your window. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. It's really she's just giving you the car. Fact. Yes. Yeah. Of what's going on. Here's my history. Yeah. Here's how it's going to affect you. Shall you choose to enter into a conversation with me? You're a dickhead. I like it. Yeah. How long have you two been in business together now? How long holds the brewery? Uh, what? Since we incorporated? One year, one month? Yeah. One year, one month since we've been open. Yeah. Since, okay. we, since we've been yeah. open, one year, one month. Since we signed the lease, like two years. Mm-hmm. Since we started planning it, six years. Oh, okay. Yeah. That so back in LA it was six years ago. Oh, yeah. Right. And, okay. We desperately tried to get investors, and all of our family and friends were like, "No, that's a sinking ship. You two hate each other. No like, way." Oh, that was, that was, oh, it was because right. of you two, not because of the idea. Uh, yeah. I think I think it was a little bit of both. I okay. think the idea sure. of like a taproom oriented brewery was really kind of flew in the face of a lot of right. kind of classical economics. Like you want scale, you want scale on your side, you want to distribute, get your product far and wide. Yeah. So when they heard like, "Oh, we're trying to do something like really small." taproom oriented their margins there check it out that really sort of challenged a lot of the mm. okay yeah well, you go like oh i want to start a brewery and they go yeah lagunitas and you go no yeah <laughs> yeah so let's well, talk- in the last six years becoming a, a brewery tap room is the number one successful right, model right. but i mean yeah. five years ago well, not then it wasn't then five years ago you had to be, like you had to be a manufacturer mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. so let's let's talk about that let's elaborate on that a little bit you guys decided basically to be tap room only mm-hmm. is that right yep. so that means uh Virtually everything you sell is over your own bar. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. To put it into perspective, right now we have six beers on tap here at Hop Grenade. That's more beers than we've had in the entirety of 2018. Got it. Outside, our outside of the. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I love this. And I want to point out, not just in one location. I mean, like the physical kegs. Here. That's the most number of kegs we've that have left have the actually in 2018. Right. <laughs> we better give them back. Literally, Alex brought the beer here and forgot that she had to bring an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. We don't I don't do know this. what I'm doing. We Sorry, don't Eric. do it. Really. What? Oh, Want more yeah. paper? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you decide on this model, and and why? Why why just the taproom model? So many reasons. I mean, so economically, the margins speak for themselves. I mean, we make basically a dollar per pint for a keg that we distribute. Mm-hmm. The keg that's poured at a a beer oriented taproom. Yeah. And we do about five dollars a pint for a beer that's poured through our own taps. Okay. So it's it's really hard to say no to that. We weren't capitalized the way we would have liked to have been. I, I mentioned that we tried to raise money. It didn't really work out for us. 
so we, we don't have a huge system. We definitely don't have scale on our side. How many barrel system do you have? It's three and a half, and okay. we double batch everything into seven barrel fermenters. Hopefully this week we'll get a 10 barrel fermenter, which okay. feels like the biggest expansion ever for us. <laughs> it's it's okay. in the building. It's not hooked up. Okay. All right. Uh, but there's also, you know, sort of like the cultural aspect. Um, we feel like beer, kind of like wine, you know, it's it's an experience. We all have the same access to the same raw ingredients. Um, there's no secrets in beer. Everyone knows how to make great beer at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. It's really about creating. Well, they, <laughs> they know how. Okay. Whether they choose to follow said True, advice. Okay. Right, is, I'll give you that. But I agree with that. Like the information is available. The information is research. available. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. correct. Yeah. That part is 100% accurate. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, it's really about cultivating a great taproom experience for our customers and creating a kind of culture that. You know, encourages people to have another pint, get to know their neighbors. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, come back tomorrow. Right. Our armistice for us is about sort of the peace offering that happened over beer. Mm-hmm. We think Heineken beat us to this, but we think that beer can bring people together. Yeah, it's a okay. pretty pretty good time for bringing people together over a pint mm-hmm. or two. Sure, seven. And how, how's your location for that in Richmond there? do you get Are you getting a lot of foot traffic? Is the community responding the way you hoped? We are having a constant trouble keeping up with our beer, okay. with our production. Great. Um, I think the, the only other reason we chose that model and probably the most important is the freshness aspect. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but, you know. Our, you know, we, we what I, I think I was saying to Tasty out there today when we were just hanging out before the show started that three of the six beers that we brought here today are no longer on tap wow. at our bar because they're gone, nice. you know, and, and that's that's a lot of the reason why we try to keep it in the tap room. We want it to be as fresh as possible. Like if you're going to have an IPA, yeah. if it's a month old, that's like considered ancient. Right. Especially if it's us. hazy. Yeah. It's considered really old for us. So, okay. you know, freshness is extremely important. You know, we get to control the class where it is. We see, you know, we, we control all aspects of that. That's, yeah, that's one of the main reasons. Okay. I like the model, and it seems to be working. You, you're both there full time? Yeah, well, more you, than you, that. In other words, you don't have other jobs. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah. Hell no. No, no, God, It would no. be nice if we could. And I want to get into the beer here quickly, but then my next question is... Um, I don't care about you because yeah, the TV the TV gig like that was that's a fucked up gig anyway. Yeah, I know. Okay, but you spent a lot of time on your degree, <laughs> Alex. So Way too much opportunity cost wh- very high. Wh- what were you going to do really? Like what did you want to do? But and then why did you give it up? Like why did you decide this is a better deal? Well, we could do a deep dive on the exploitation of the adjunct labor market in academia. Okay. Um, what? There, there's also like there's no tenure track jobs in my field. Okay. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like a shining beacon of hope. Um, I still love teaching, and I, I do do a little like volunteer professoring on the side. Okay. Uh, but this is this made a lot more sense. Turning grain into alcohol is always going to be a good business. That's true. Whether uh, things are good or bad. Totally. Why did you? Now you say that degree that it didn't have much hope anyway. Why did you choose it in the first I, place? I just loved it. I loved okay. teaching. Okay. It was yeah. for teaching ultimately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it kind of put me in touch with a really interesting drinking culture, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 16th, 17th century England, this is Shakespeare. These fools, they're not drinking, you know, potable water. They're drinking small ale. Right. They're they're all, like, operating on a small buzz. Got it. Yeah. I like how you tie in your your alcoholism with your degree. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) This is what we all do, by the way. I mean, all, all of our branding is, like, straight from the 16th century. Okay. So it was useful a little bit. A little bit useful. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. All right, I was just curious because, you know, it's a long way to go 
to just go, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to do something else, you know. Yeah, you hit your 30s and you're like, damn, I need to make some money. Which debt is higher, Hmm. the brewery debt or the student loan debt? Oh. No student loan debt. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no one should ever pay for a degree in the humanities. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pay for that. Good call. (laughs) Definitely the brewery debt. All right, let's talk beer for a minute, can we? We've got like two beer. different hazy beers in our in our glass, and and you guys do a lot of hazy beers. In fact, yeah. I read that you're looking like to perfect the like you want to make the perfect hazy yeah, IPA. Uh, it's a juxtaposition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the, fir- the first clear hazy IPA? Yeah. <laughs> the first ever make it a clear Pilsner. hazy IPA. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we we do make a lot of hazy beer. Um, we actually started making no hazy beer. Now, the first hazy beer we ever made was actually under the brand Armistice. It wasn't during our homebrew times. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's it's been a constant, I don't know if it's a battle, but, yeah, we, we're, we're always looking to try new things and try to just get it better and better and better, you know, making friends with other brewers and, you know, just discussing, you know, you know, showing each other's notes and trying to see what we can do. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really kind of the Wild West. Like, there hasn't been a lot of great research done on, mm-hmm. on this style. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like citizen science in a way. Like, we're all just kind of pooling our right. collective knowledge and experience, which is great. It's one of the great things about the industry. Yeah. <coughs> okay. So the first one we're going to try in our glass then is called Kiki. And uh, tell us about this beer. Why don't we hear from Sean here? I'm sick of you two already. I'm going to start. I'm going to start fighting with the two of you. Are you hazy? Yeah. Are you carbonated? Sean, I mean, tell us about this beer. So actually, the fun part about Kiki is it's one of the older beers that we've got on tap here. We kicked that. That was meant to be for our anniversary, and we're actually worried that it would even stay on tap long enough to be served during our anniversary. So okay. we, we held back a couple of kegs just to make sure that something would go on. Um, but I mean, this is a beer that is really fun. Um, you know, we like golden promise in our base route, uh, base malt, pardon me. Um, you know, we like to dabble a little bit as you guys will see later on as well with our base malts, but golden promise is a very clean base for us to build off of. There's kind of a, a little bit quicker of a, uh, kind of pull back from the grain flavor that really allows the hops to show through. Okay. Um, so this beer particularly, you know, has Citra, Wakatu, and Matueka. Um, Citra is a great hop. Matueka is definitely becoming one of our favorite favorite hops, I would say, especially kind of uh, from the Southern Hemisphere, uh, a little bit different that we can still get pretty regularly. Yeah, I've heard a lot um, about that hop recently, too, a lot of people using it. Uh, and you're just saying it's not all contracted up, like you guys can still grab it? When you, no, yeah. We, uh, we're we not large enough for a contract, surprise, surprise. So a three-and-a-half right. BBL system. Um, but that's a good yeah. thing, too, right? It means you can kind of just reach out and maybe even buy from other brewers like who are over-contracted, just get what you need? That's what we do. That's, that's what, you what do. we do. Okay. Um, and it's definitely something that, you know, we're dependent on the other brewers in the industry in order to get a significant amount of the hops that we really are interested in and that's great that's where the brewing industry really comes together as a whole hey i've got extra of this you know can someone else use it yeah that's something that is super special not everyone's hoarding things uh outside of a couple of special elusive varieties (laughs) right Uh, i'm sure if anyone's got nelson or galaxy sitting around you just just send us an email (laughs) okay well you guys mentioned earlier that you 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 don't typically make the same beer twice so Getting the same hops twice is not a requirement. You can just kind of like whatever you got, I'll give it a try and make a beer with it. Exactly, yeah. 
Um, it's even to the point where like we get a hop order in and we like frantically do do our, our analysis of it because if we really like it, we know that it's going to disappear quickly from lupulin and exchange. So oh, I'm going to get some more. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, try to get that specific lot if we can because mm-hmm. we don't have the buying power. Smart. Did that take some training uh, as far as your customers to get them used to the kind of disappearing beers and just to trust you that don't worry, the next IPA is going to be good. You'll like it just as much. Yeah, I think actually most of our customers love that because it gives them a reason to keep coming back. So we get the the local crowd coming in again and again because they know they're going to try something new. And then we get the the millennial scum out there that always wants something new. (laughs) So, yeah, I I think it actually really works out well. Sometimes we get some pushback like, oh, man, what happened to Ipinier? Where's Tesserae? But they get it. They understand that we're we're all about, you know, rotating and trying something new. Did you ask them if their fixed gear was oiled? Exactly. <laughs> I'm okay with, with millennials taking over beer because eventually it's just going to come back around and it's they're going to want clean, crisp. I don't know what to do. What's going what? on? I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like Kim Shimke. <laughs> I'm going to say here, hey, these millennials taking over, I noticed beer quality has increased pretty significantly after what you guys did. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It was hit or miss for a while, though. You're right. I feel like the scale is just there's more breweries with less quality control, and there's some that are doing the styles that I like to drink better, and so then it feels better. But I think overall, beer still sucks. I mean, (laughs) I think it's a a way of going about it, though. I didn't know I should have been so depressed. Jesus. I just want to clarify that. Do you actually think that overall beer sucks? Okay, good. I had to stop for a second on that one. Let's move right on to mild after that. Listen, these are all facts. Let's just move on. But so I mean to bring it back here a little bit, you know, Kiki is definitely a beer we made to be a little bit of a bigger IPA. It's got that base. It's it's a hazy beer. We want it to be full. We want it to be soft. We want it juicy. But we also want that aromatic. That's something that we focus and we spend so much time on because I've had so many great beers. They taste great, and then you smell them, and it's just like literally, it's like, oh, is this water? I have no idea. And that's part of the experience. You're going to smell it first. Yeah. And then that's just that retronasal after you drink it. It's going to come back up and around, and it's going to make this beautiful, full flavor that pairs with the texture. Okay. So what's your dry hopping method to get all this all this aroma? It is very aromatic. How do you get all the aroma in there? I must say, a lot of experimentation. Absolutely. Uh, what have you found? We've changed probably about three times since I've been on uh, on board, that is. So that's three times in six months. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Short time later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like right now, really, we focus a lot on uh, rousing and interesting enough while the tank has been capped. That's been a big mm-hmm. discussion that we've had of, are you know, are you losing aromatics with the tank that's open and just bubbling CO2? Mm-hmm. You know, the other part of it, too, is like if you're just dumping hops in there at a certain point when you get to <laughs> three pounds, four pounds <laughs> per, per BBL, of hops, where, yeah. like what, what kind Finishing of... Finishing returns. Exactly. Yeah. What kind of return are you getting on this beer? And really, we've kind of come around to... Rousing the hops so it's a we'll harvest the yeast, drop an yeast out of there at the bottom of the tank, um, and then dumping the hops and bubble CO two down through the bottom pretty vigorously, and we'll do that right now for four days. Um, not oh. not all the time. Oh, but, but, you'll, but every day you rouse. Every day we'll rouse for four days straight, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of that is because we're trying to get those hops back up in suspension sure. and tasting it when that's happening. 
Oh, it's weird. You're getting like you, you pour you pour a sample and you're like looking at it and there's just like leaves right. floating in the beer, and it's a pretty bitter. But you also got to remember a lot of that is going to drop out after you're done. So what oh, yeah. are you left with? Once it flocks, it'll flock really quick the next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's hard Better to taste hours. along the way, though, and just go, like, oh, man, we screwed this up. It's going to come out, you know, uh, I haven't brewed very often at all, ever. That's true. Uh, and certainly <laughs> not recently. But I did get to do a collaboration brew when I was on my trip with Phillipsburg Brewing Company, and he was doing uh, kind of like a tribute to Blind Pig. And anyway. Uh, Never heard of it. He uh, <laughs> Delicious beer. Big double IPA, put a bunch of hops in the kettle, of course, but then also did this massive hop back, and it was all flowers. And we couldn't fit enough flowers into the hop back as it was going through. And it just looked it looked ridiculous. I thought, <laughs> there's there's no way this... Because every ounce of fluid was passing through this, this hop back. Right. So first I thought, it's, it's not going to be good. It's going to be terrible. And then, of course, we tasted the wort uh, afterward. After it was all done, he's taking gravity, we tasted the wort. And it was awful. It mm. was the most bitter, resiny, grassy, awful thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the beer turned out amazing. Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, all of those things will drop out. But to me, like tasting it along the way would just so freak how, me yeah, out. So how do you know? And imagine like the first person to do that. The first time you do that, you go, no, I'm a fucking I idiot, it. dude. Yeah, but it's, right. uh, but I, and I wonder if it's the same with you. Like as, as homebrewers, well, I already did it. So let's just pitch the yeast and see what We're going to wait happens. it out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or the experience that you had, it didn't taste good, but it, you know, now you know that doesn't mean a thing. It might. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, as, as homebrewers, as homebrewers, we were known for IPA uh, and like, you know, we won like the Mayfair like award for IPA. A couple nice. Times. Okay. Like, Never heard of it. You know, that. we used to like really stir up the carboys and like, you know, kind of like try to do rousing. You were rousing then. Yeah. Wise, yeah. You know, and it really worked out for us. So this rousing's, uh, you know, really helped and re- really worked with the aroma. And it's funny that you mentioned the whole leaf because that was something that we forgot to mention. Yeah, we're huge on whole leaf. See, I think that's stupid. And <laughs> because not, of the money, not, wait, right? Wait, wait, wait. So and I told Phillipsburg this too. Because of the... The beer expert over here. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. But here's what I'm an expert at. Uh-oh. Money. Drinking. Making things fucking easy. <laughs> it's so, the most difficult way to do things. You are 100% <laughs> You have the, the, and, an RV falling so, apart. It's so, <laughs> not easy. It is. I don't fix it. I just leave those things on the side of the road. Right. Uh, the, the, I just... I get the the the, the romance of the hop, the whole oh, flower. Yeah. I get that Dude, you can say, well, if Sierra does it, then um, why then can't why we? can't I? Because it's a pain in the ass. We literally have a production meeting every Monday, and we sit there, and it's pretty great because I come up with the agenda, so I kind of run the meeting, which is great. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it's your stand. And I always go, I always go. I'm not going to brew today because we all, all three of us brew. And I go, I, okay. I think I'm going to take that brew day off because I got to do some work. And then inevitably, a couple days later, one of one of either Alex or Sean go. Is there whole hops? I go, yeah. They go, yeah. fuck you. Right. <laughs> Every time. But you know, honestly, I, I think it's worth it. We, we used okay. 11 pounds of citra in it per batch. So what is that? It's almost three pounds per barrel. Hot side. 
right? Yeah. Because yeah. we do the we do we have this oversized hot back. Like it's probably sized for a five or ten barrel brewery. Okay. And we just shove the shit out of it. We do no no boil hops, you know. And we get all of our IBUs out of the surprise everybody. You get IBUs post boil. Zero yeah, kettle most people hops don't know. in now, this. Yeah, technically, I guess it's not in the kettle, but the word is like above two hundred degrees. But I'm saying you're. You're not putting any hops in the kettle. <laughs> not for these beers. Sean's uh, kind of saying well, there's a, probably a token amount. I'm about to say sometimes we're doing whirlpool. It depends on the beer, or the occasional. But most of the most of the hazy IPAs and really step more actually even outside of hazy IPA. Okay. Anything we want to be aromatic. Yeah. Ninety five to a hundred percent is. After that burner is interesting. Off. Okay, are you so saying- then? Let me ask it because I'm only coming from the like I'm lazy perspective, right? So, so then, what are the advantage? What do you feel you got out of the whole hops that you wouldn't have gotten out of pellet? Honestly, flavor. Okay. Flavor is really. I mean, fl- flavor because we're using so much and we're passing all the word through it. I mean, when you drink this beer, you kind of drink it and you're like, wow, there's, there's a heavy citrus melon thing going on. And it, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's some fruitiness coming from the yeast for sure, mm-hmm. but most of it, I think, is coming from the citra. It's, okay. it's a, there's the only uh, hops in the hot side are citra. It smells like whole hops. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that salad, <laughs> that salad that's smell, salad, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. I'm actually, <laughs> yeah. I'm complimenting it. I wouldn't have picked it out if you, if like, I wouldn't have said, oh, I bet those are whole hops. But in trying to, you know, see right. the difference, it, it actually does smell like a bag of, of hops. Yeah, I mean we're 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 pretty happy with it. Um, I, I, I want to come by your Monday morning meeting and give you know like a one minute talk about how much you could get another half barrel of beer. Oh, out of yeah. every batch. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. Like, yeah, monetize we, that. <laughs> you run the cost analysis on this shit, and you're just like, mm, wow. We so, we're definitely not business people. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You're, you're barely yeah, even yeah. a family. Yeah, I, what's what's minimum wage? Like thirteen. Uh, we're making eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so tasty. Then it sounds like you kind of agree that you know whole hops. Uh, obviously, everyone agrees they're difficult. Would you would you agree that they're not worth it? Like that there are well, ways uh, to get the same out of pellets. If I was making a competition beer, which you're not much bigger than a competition size batch, I would definitely use whatever the best ingredients available. And that might be whole hops. Ah, okay. But in terms of making money and pouring beer to the Okay. Learning masses. And that's different than what I'm asking. So that makes sense. Okay. So financially, yes, but yeah. it's possible that they're getting a, a, a quality benefit out of the whole hops. They're using, given the right technique and the right hops. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only different flavors. Yeah. yeah. You're 100%. It's that grassy, a little bit. You get the body cream, the chlorophyll, all that other stuff that you don't get with the pellets. Okay. And not, and not a lot of breweries, because of their scale, can do what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and that, that really is. Part of it, you know, we're we're leveraging the fact that we're small, you know, we're we're not homebrew size, but we're basically homebrew. I mean, three and a half barrel, come on, yeah, it's not that much, yeah. Um, and so we're, we're leveraging the fact that we're we're doing such small batches, and if we want to do three pounds per barrel hot side, we can do it, <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. three pounds per barrel for Sierra Nevada is fucking nuts, right? <laughs> you know, it's yeah, to back up a truck every time yeah, they want to drive, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, but they might do that. Because they can afford it. Yeah. yeah. That's not to say, I mean, you know, there are certain beers that we've done no no pellet or no holy fops in, and they're great. You know, okay. we're not saying they're they're not amazing. No, I understand, yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, Kiki is a perfect example of like, the beer that we're drinking right now. That beer sold out in nine days. 
Wow. Know? 14 yeah. kegs, nine days. That's okay. ridiculous. Yeah. You know? That's a lot of that's, beer. That's crazy. It's a great beer. Yeah. I enjoyed and it. So for us, it's like, eh, you know, it's true. It's like we're not, you know, sure, we're not getting the 10%, you know, cost of goods or whatever other breweries are getting. You know, we're pushing more like 20, 21, 22. Yeah. But in the end... It's a great beer. Yeah. You know, and if, and eat another grilled cheese sandwich, <laughs> you know, yeah. or a bowl Just of top go ramen. To, go get some top ramen. Exactly <laughs> right. You know, uh, and keep making that great beer. Yeah, keep making that great beer. <laughs> My sodium is through the roof, but I made a good beer. We're waiting yeah. for AB InBev. What the fuck? We're here. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do you get on that radar? Yeah. I do want to point out the great thing about making hazy IPAs. You've got so many flaked oats around the brewery. Just, just take. Take a scoop, add some milk. Right. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Healthy, too. Then a microwave yeah. for two minutes. You're ready to mm-hmm. All right, I got to get us to a break, but I want to try the other beer before we do that because um, it's been in our glass. We don't want it to get too warm. But our second uh, beer we're trying today from Armistice is Scrunchy. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, I love this beer. I'm going to second yeah. that. It's so good. It's okay. It's tasting great right now. That's it's like low alcohol enough that you can have like four or five, seven, ten. Yeah, that's a nice beer. So tell us about this one. It's another haze bomb for us. It is? Yep. Of course, of course. Are all of these considered hazy IPAs or hazy pale ale? I don't know. This one's a pale ale, but I mean, it's got all the character of an IPA. Okay. But you can drink a lot of it because it's it's pale ale. Only adding hops to the hop back, how do you calculate IBUs? Because that's pretty much past the effectiveness of calculators. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. So for us, uh, we calculate for a five minute Whirlpool stand. Okay. That, that's how we do it as whole leaf. Okay. Um, Have you tested that in a lab and no, seen that? No, we should hopable? do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that, you know, I mean, every all of our IBUs are totally theoretical right okay. now. Yeah. Um, Most people's are. Yeah, it's true. Sure, right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Most people's are theoretical. So what is what is this one? Is that taste? You don't have it listed here. Yeah, so right now, this actually, we're drinking scrunchy. Yeah, so right now, this 27? is... Um, Twenty, yeah, twenty-seven IBU, well, twenty-six and a half okay. IBU. We've got about five and a half pounds in the hot back. This is whole leaf citra once again, and then we have mosaic in the whirlpool, just about a half pound. So, so once again, we do do whirlpool every once in a while. Okay, and you run it through the hot back at whatever one ninety, one ninety-five, right? Uh, it's 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 running about two hundred five because oh, all, so all, all we do is whirlpool it real quick, mm-hmm. wait for it to stop, then right in the, the hot back. back. So. You know, temperature loss. It it's, it's says it's two ten as it goes in. It probably loses five six degrees. Um, you consider like doing it at a lower temperature to get more aroma. Yeah, this is yeah. like my dream. I would love to be like running it through the chiller and back in. Yeah. I still feel like we're not getting the same hop aroma that we were getting as home brewers with our with our chiller. So the, it would be great to chill Because you chilled in the kettle as a homebrewer, right, yeah. then you added the dry. Yeah, we did. Yep. We did the, the, you know, I mean, literally the, the more bowl, more, more bowl, more beer uh, immersion chiller, chiller mm-hmm. and chill down to sub 180 mm-hmm. and put them in. Just get it below isomerization. I yeah. would love to do that. Yeah. feels risky for us, so we haven't done it, but. No, you can add some 60-minute hops to offset that. And, uh, That's true, mm-hmm. but I, I, what's the sixty-minute hop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can still do that, by the way. It's, it's, it's still legal. No, no. Eventually, we're going to get to the English beers, and then we'll talk about. No, you have it. <laughs> Normal beer. Can we talk about millennial scum real quick? 
Here we are. You guys seem yeah. to know. If that's not a beer yeah. name, I don't know. Your customers don't know what the fuck actually, interestingly, in Richmond, we don't have a lot of millennial scum. That's all in like Berkeley, Oakland, you know, that, that kind of area. I, I just, well, for our listeners, so I, I get notes before the show, and I noticed it in the notes, and I thought it was maybe a beer name, which is a great beer name. Sounds like a great name. But yeah. then I heard Alex also mention it here so far in the interview. I just got to get interview. in contact with my lawyer. So is... <laughs> Is isn't Gregory millennial scum? Yeah. 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 No, no. Is, Alex is an old millennial. Shut your mouth. Old. Shut old. your mouth. Look it up in the definition. I in think the book. all y'all are millennials. Yeah. Exactly. But you both hate millennials, even though one of you is. It's so hot right now. At least one of They're self-hating. Okay. Millennials. I listen to Frank Sinatra at home. Okay, you're a millennial. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> How douchey can Hipster. one guy get? Just like there are two assholes out this window of my bar the other day playing backgammon with their fucking uh, <laughs> oldest game in the world. Uh, oh. Fucking knock it. Okay, hipster. In, in one of those leather briefcase. <laughs> of course, sets. it was perfect. It oh, wasn't wow. like an old. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, do you guys do you have a particular disdain for the kind of um, uh, your customer base? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we hate millennials, but we make hazy beers. I, it sounds like maybe <laughs> like the stereotypical millennial is that a thing On for you guys? On my bird scooter. I mean, I think the stereotypical millennial hates millennials. We're like okay. self-hating. Bingo. Okay, yeah. you are. Okay. We're, we're like Woody Allen. Okay. Fuck, I mean, you just understand. you just drank a beer called Scrunchy and Kiki. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. So you haven't produced a beer called Millennial Scum yet. No, we do have one trademark name for our barley wine called Old Millennial. It's oh, going to nice. just be a picture of Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Partnership is done. Yeah. Mom like Once me again, best. You got to be armistice. Like, that's to, pretty good. That's when yeah. you throw up the peace sign and say armistice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the stop all. Oh, there yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. I, I okay. sit here and go. Okay, do I need more points with Alex today, or do I need more points with Gregory today? Right. Mm. I can see how your your job is made more difficult having to figure that out every morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get us to a break. Do it. And when we come back, we're going to try some um, English style. Some real beer. Hashtag real beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, we are with Armistice Brewing Company. They're out of Richmond, California. You can go to armisticebrewing.com and check it out right now. they got some great photos of their beers up there. Uh, nothing millennial scum-like on the website. I've checked it. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and a home brewer's answer book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing 
Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature march pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Hey, motherfuckers, this is Doug from fucking Society. You're listening to the session on the fucking Bruin Network. Fuck you. the show thanks so much for hanging with us i appreciate that uh don't forget about the american homebrewers association and of course they're the makers of the free brew guru mobile app if you love brewing and beer and saving money on beer when you go out you need the brew guru in your corner the app offers a searchable database of homebrew recipes including popular craft beer clones and hundreds of winning recipes from the national homebrew competition what's more brew guru has a searchable map of deals at breweries beer bars and homebrew shops. Grab the free Brew Guru app for iPhone and Android devices uh, and follow the path to good beer. All right. I'm not perfect, but I'm getting better. The libraries were better earlier. Week two. Eat them libraries, bruh. I've had a bunch of beer from these guys. Armistice Brewing Company still hanging out with us right now. Um, and we've got more beer in our glass. Um, this time... We can see through it. We've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got some, Surprise. some English-style beers in our glass. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? Uh, I guess we'll start with mild, right? Because it's the one that's right in front of me. The dark mild? Yeah, the dark mild. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about hazy beer. Yeah, we do a lot of hazy beer. Like I said before, we didn't do hazy beer before we were professional brewers. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say English beers is really what we cut our teeth on. Um, is that because of the bullshit degree that she has? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Right. No, for real, though, you can drink a shitload of this stuff. It's yeah. It's great. And, like, if you're, if you're trying to, like, develop a culture, I'm sure you all have been to England at this point. It's great. The pub culture is fantastic. It's because people can hang out there for four or five, six hours drinking these, like, original session beers. Yeah. It's the jam. Did you spend any time in England drinking these original session beers? For sure. Marking papers, getting drunk. Nice. Okay. Grades got higher. I've never been to Asia. Right. So did the beer lead to the degree or the degree lead to the beer? Very symbiotic. Okay. Okay. So as homebrewers, you then started doing these styles of beer, too. Right. I would say uh, BJCP-wise, our highest scores 
were on an English dark mild, much similar to the one you're drinking. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And you still are making hazy beers. That's weird. Right. Uh, okay. There's something about, like, paying Money. rent. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Because JP and two of his douchey friends will show up and drink the English yeah. beers. Fuck yeah. Uh, dude. And Joke. nobody else. The ancient millennials. I'll wear my fedora. I don't give a fuck, dude. Let's yeah. go. Jokes aside. Yeah. Yeah. Cod piece, though? Where's the cod piece? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a dance belt, but yeah. Um, my pants will be too high. I'll, I'll come in on the electric bird scooter. I don't give a shit. He's smoking clothes cigarettes let's fucking go yes <laughs> J- jokes aside i would say we are mo- highest amount of conversion like from not beer drinker to beer drinker happens on hazy beer on and hazy then, beer yeah, yeah. and okay. then we start introducing them to the other stuff see i've heard anecdotally i've, I've heard that too about the hazy beer is uh you know a bunch of most often it's people saying, oh, my wife didn't like IPAs until we, we had this hazy beer. Yeah, it's and like they, beer and trending wheels. And a lot of times they're usually asking me why. They, they can't quite put their finger on, on why. By they, I guess I mean new, new craft beer drinkers, too. And so, yeah, at, at both here and in our Hop Grenade in Fort Collins, I've, when I'm asked, they actually want to know why does my partner now like this style of IPA and never liked IPAs before? Sean can talk better. about this. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean could talk about about this it's called four plato finishing gravity okay (laughs) (laughs) i love dry beers i'm not i'm just not the target beer audience yeah what it comes down to and so you make this bigger beer it's got a higher finishing gravity but it's also very aromatic it's softer it's rounder it's not you know we're not in that race for the 90 100 110 ibus anymore Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and so you come in, you know, like I've watched it so many times, which is awesome with our tasting room. Our tasting room staff knows someone comes in and goes, oh, I don't like IPAs. They just walked into a admittedly IPA-focused brewery. And it's, it's just, oh, let me pour you something. Yeah. And it's immediately, once again, it's that smell, it's that taste, it's all of the aromatics. It's great. We get them in. Either they love it or they don't. And then actually what and without the after that, if they don't like it, they go then, hey, what's our lightest – what's your lightest beer? Okay. Got and it. a lot of times that's going to be one of our English beers. Okay. Um, you know, not always, but we want it to be as often as possible. Okay. And you either catch them with that first one of a super aromatic, super tasty, big, soft beer – or you get them with this little bit drier, more balanced, I would say, actually. I mean, English beers are definitely not, you know, super dry. But at the same time, you get a little bit crisper character out of them. You get a little bit more grain character. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, you know, hop influence, if you know you're looking for a hop influence. But if you're not looking, if you don't know what you're looking for, you're just going to take this nice, soft. Just a good balance round. beer. Yeah. Exactly. So you're saying uh, that the hazy beers are your number one converter of new beer drinkers to craft beer, but your English ales are your your number two. Right. Yeah. I, I is would that because that's the only two styles that you make? <laughs> 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 because English beers fit that bill. Yeah. We also we, make carbonated yeah. water. <laughs> we, we, we do. do. We don't hey, sell it. You joke. Uh, no, we, 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 I mean, we make saisons, okay, we, yeah. which, we, which we really love, and we're really passionate about that. We'd love to get into more sours. We've done, you know, the kettle sour and things we like that. We do a that. lot of stouts. We always have We do a lot of stouts. On. Yeah, we yeah. have a stout on always. Um, but the English beers is something that I'd say Alex and I – really do have a passion for. I would say our customer base doesn't have yeah. a passion for it. 
Um, Our regulars though do though. Like they're yeah. they're they're trying to like spend a lot of time in the tap room, and you right. can't spend a lot of time drinking hazy IPA. Yeah, yeah, bingo. Yeah. That's a good call. So, do you dry hop this mild? No, no, no. You don't. Mm-hmm. No, we do not. Um, you say that like it's a crime, but uh, it is. Yeah. but an English mild actually would be dry hopped in the cask. That's true. Uh, it in, could, could be, could be. Like the English golden ale is really the style that has evolved to fit the the American pale ale style. That's like evolved to accommodate great new hops, dry hopping processes, etc. The mild, the mild is just all about being like malty, in, like very easy drinking, and that that's what we're trying to do with the spear. With our with the golden, which we'll get into later, definitely we'll experiment with dry hopping. We'll change up like the. The base malt, all that. But this is really about like a malt forward experience that's still going to finish dry on the palate and is going to be something you can nurse for three or four hours. All right, I'm going to argue with you right now. Do it. And I think also because you guys have the option to experiment with this, and it sounds like it's what you like to do anyway. Mm -hmm. What do you serve out of at at the taproom? Bright tanks or kegs? Kegs. Kegs. It's going to be a problem. Um, We have casks. (laughs) The king of easy over here. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. I've got to clean some kegs. You, Damn it. You need, to, you need to put some hops in uh, in the cask. You, you need to put hops in finished beer. This and I'm not talking about a lot. I'm not talking about what you're used to. But I didn't really love the mild style until I had it with hops out of the cask. And they it... It you, it's still a malt beer. It's still malt forward, mm-hmm. but you have this like awesome fresh. By the way, you guys have some nice hop flavor in this already. Yeah. It's I think it's really nice. Um, but I think you'd enjoy it if you threw some fresh hops in the cask. Uh, I actually think you're 100 percent right. Uh, casks ale is something that we are very passionate about, and something that we so desperately want to do more about. We've only we've only tapped one cask mm-hmm. since opening which is really sad. Like Dave McLean, for example, we all know him. He's one of our heroes. Um, I would say that Alex and I mourn Dave McLean leaving Magnolia more yeah, than yeah. more than any other brewery selling out. It was <laughs> right. like, we just, you know, yeah. my girlfriend couldn't talk to me for a week. It's like, no, nah, it's not, it's not the time. <laughs> you know? We lost Dave. We lost Dave. <laughs> yeah. All right, good one. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so He's in a better place now. He's in a better place now. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, however, you know, you're right. Dry hopping cask is something that we really do want to do. Um, I'd, I'd say in our wildest dreams are like m- first, you know, the expansion soonest it would be opening like a cask program, like actually having a full cellar right. where we can have somebody who's like, you know, dry hopping casks and dedicated to that kind of a craft. real sure. seller person. I don't yeah. know if any of y'all have read Cellarmanship. It's so, harder to read than the water book. It's worse than the water book. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my well, We love right Colin. Now. We're huge fans of Colin. Huge, Obviously, yeah, love a lot of time in Napa. We love, love Colin. Colin. Yeah. Wow, fuck that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the beers, I really like this mild. And you already do have some good hop flavor in there. Uh, it's just that fresh. Uh, that's what, when I think of a, an, especially a, a dark mild like this, I think of that like fresh hop flavor too. Totally. Right. Now I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, before I just thought of like dingy malt that was old, because most people besides Dave didn't make good uh, English milds over here. Well, maybe put a cask kegerator in here. We'll 
Bring yeah. a dry out version of it. So, and, and, and with all my advice, here's why it's shitty. We've done that. And you then don't make money. That's we the don't thing. sell, yeah, the whole <laughs> exactly. the thing's like left over. That's why I was trying Surprise. to figure out a way for you guys to have like serving tanks instead that you could put some fresh hops in. That's why I was asking about if you're using bright tanks or what you're serving from. Do you because have then you could. Um, us? No, we don't even know. Breathers on your casks? We don't have casks. We've I brought in, I was saying we tried it, like we, where we brought in a cask, just like a one-off, and then of course You're the it reason never, Dave left. It never, <laughs> it never sells. You did it. You killed Dave. Yeah. I, I don't, so I don't want you guys Fuck to get you. into casks. I want you guys to do like a modern day version of it. I yeah, want you to have some can, kind of serving do you vessel. Take pony kegs? Or, uh, or the homebrew style? Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, the homebrew? No. Stop those? making my life difficult. What do they no. Call, uh, corny kegs. The corny yeah, kegs. Yeah. Corny kegs? Yeah. No. What? No. You can do it in cornies. No. It's so easy. No. you. D- I'm asking will, you to figure this out. Listen, I will come out here and build that line for you, and <laughs> it will take me right. longer that illegal. to park than it will for me. We don't, don't have, have other accounts. accounts. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we are your All nightmare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever invite you back, then maybe <laughs> we will do it for that night. Um, I'm just trying to make an already wonderful beer more authentic. That's what all. What if you use uh, Randall on, a, on an English R- beer? Randall would work. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I don't think it would work. He's a well, good you said guy. you're just missing that, uh, that <clears throat> well, you whole to, hop character like you would. You know, you have to push yeah. the CO2 or like nitrogen it's, so it doesn't carbonate the beer. And and with the Randall, now it's now we're going overboard. Now you're running well, just everything through this chunk of hops, and it... I think it's a real, I'm no expert, but I think it's a real like subtle amount of hops that go into this cask um, that is then delivered to an English pub and served. The only difference is that they go through that cask in a day or two, so it's no big deal. Um, That's why you have to have some sort of serving vessel that can. They're all cheating on camera and using breathers. Oh, is that? Yeah. Okay. I believe that. I believe. But uh, fuck camera. I don't care about camera. I care about make England great again. What's camera ever done for me? Uh, (laughs) So, uh, anyhow, the beer's still great. Tell us more about the mild without my stupid advice. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't fucking do it. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, So, uh, the surprise ingredients in this beer is biofine. No, no. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, I mean, for all the homebrewers out there, you know, a, a lot of crisp Maris Otter, biscuit malt, flaked wheat. We got some Crystal 50 in there, a little Special B, and chocolate malt. Um, just EKG at 15 minutes. Um, not, not that much. Just just enough to, you know, bring it into balance. Uh, and actually, I would say the most surprising part about this beer is this beer is uh, fermented with the same yeast that we ferment all of our hazy beers with. Okay, yeah. which is what? This is uh, the Vermont strain. It would from from uh, Conan. Yeah, Conan, or from East Bay. It's uh, oh. WLP four thousand. Um, so, you know, don't don't believe what anybody tells you. You can make it drop bright if you really want it to. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, if you, you know, keep the protein down a bit. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and it is yeah. an English strain. You and know? do you buy fine this beer? Oh, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah, we do buy fine this beer. We <laughs> we're also. Vegan. <laughs> yeah, we're vegan this time. <laughs> no fish. Over here. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't bring you Tesseray. Well, Tesseray's here. We didn't bring it out here today, but we have BioFind IPAs. Oh, my God. You do, yeah. Do um, they sell still? Oh God, yeah. People still love. Actually, okay. ironically, our our, ha- our non-hazy West Coast Double IPA is the only beer that we've brewed multiple times. I see. Okay, yeah, so that beer is like, okay, shut up, I'll fucking brew it. Yeah, yeah, we got your West Coast IPA. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, okay. so so we, we try to keep these beers around. We're, we're big fans of them. Uh, I wish people were... I wish people cared about them more. Me too. Yeah, yeah they really no, don't. I, I would drink a pint every time I yeah. came by your place. And that, that well, is, even though I know when to drink an IPA eventually. That is how we know who's in the brewing industry. I kid you yes. not. It's yeah. like when somebody comes in, they order the mild thing, especially if they're alone. It's like, bingo, I guarantee you right. that person works in the brewing industry. Media industry. Because they know. Yeah. yeah. Well, wish in one hand oh, yeah. and now you know BJP secret, in the other and you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And you got Eventually. shit on your dick. <laughs> what? Is that how it works? Yeah. You got two tired hands. Eventually, the It'll, it all comes around again. and uh, well, Who comes uh, around? All these people coming and asking, who's, what's the hazyest beer you got? Right. You're, you're you can only like right. say, we don't make a hazy beer so many times before you realize, i got to oh, make some freaking hazy I'm beer. I'm losing some money right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look at Russian River, dude. They, they, they're making hazy beer now. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I mean, Blind Pig, like, why, why, why should you drink anything else than Blind Pig if you're at a bar? Because so people are, you know, idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they want something new and, and whatever, and you can't say no to making some cash. Yeah. Exactly. All right. What's the next beer in our glass? Another English ale, right? Uh, yeah, we're moving on to Brexit strategy. Um, Great name. I honestly don't know how much you've talked about Admiral Maltine here, but uh, so we're going to get them on the show soon. Okay. Uh, we haven't talked about them too much, but uh, both uh, Ron and and Dave, the owners there, are favorites of mine, and uh, I like they. You know, they have the tap room now. Oh, yep. we love the the rake. The rake yeah. Uh, which is a cool spot. So anyhow, great people. But it, uh, for our listeners, they are a, a local maltster um, run by Dave McLean and Ron Silberstein. Silberstein? Silber- One of those. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Once again, we don't want to give up, Dave. Fucking Ron. But um, anyhow, they open this uh, 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 maltery, and and they're providing local malts to brewers. So you guys are using some of their. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we can't underline this enough. You know, beer has been uh, an industrial product since the Industrial Revolution in the 18th century, 19th century. This is really revolutionary for us, being able to, like, brew with local malts, malt that's locally malted. It really is changing everything for us. Okay. Uh, You, like, 10 years ago, you couldn't get floor-malted malt that wasn't from England. Yeah. And now you can. You can get floor mountain malt from Alameda. From Alameda, which is yeah, yeah which it's is really what mind blowing. Fifteen miles from where you guys are located, yep. about something like that. Okay, it's about three hour drive. And it's California grown malt too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. dry farmed, like you know, in in accordance with like our current climate strictures. It's pretty pretty amazing. Uh, this this beer is kind of like a blend of base malts between Golden Promise, which is like an English heritage malt. It's not Maris Otter. It doesn't have the breadiness of Maris Otter. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're blending that with like our local uh, Admiral Malting malt. And it's we think it creates like the perfect backbone for an English style Golden Ale. Okay. Which really uplights uh, East Kent Goldings, which is our preferred malt or our preferred hop for a... Hop, yeah. uh, for an English style ale, and the same uh, Vermont ale use. No, no, no this That's is oh two. Honestly, mild good old thing, fallers. Yeah, M- mild thing. This last time around was only because we couldn't get a, a pitch oh. of the O two. Yeah. We prefer O two every time. It's right. got this sort of unquantifiable English ale ester. We cannot put mm-hmm. our finger on. I still don't get it in the mild thing. The original mild thing is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you all are liking it right now. 
still doesn't have that that, gotcha. that perfect. Yeah, I, I had a question it. about what fermentation temperature you use when you did the, the uh, dark with the, uh, the Vermont. Uh, just, our, just our typical 68. Strict 68. And yeah. same yeah. you do with the OO2? Yeah, so we, mm-hmm. we, I, our main fermentation profile with 4000, which is our Vermont strain, is about 68 till 30% is done, and then we free rise. So we, it gets up to about 74 right. uh, during the free rise. Have you considered hopping this? You should right. hop it. That's what I'm saying. Mm. If you want to, you want to hop You're an English style. It's a golden. hops. It's a golden. Come on, man. Oh, why the yeah. fuck not? I just don't want to pay for it. But put the hops in yeah, exactly. the keg. Yeah. Put the hops in the keg, not yeah. in the ferment. In right, the right, right. Yes, all of the hops. Yeah. Just don't. Hop. I didn't don't. realize we had so many brewers. Yeah, <laughs> don't hot oh, yeah. side hop at all. Well, no. cold side hop. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, you're, yeah. you're totally right. I mean, that's Thank essentially you. a hazy IPA. I hate to break it to you, but uh, you know, it's an English yeast. It's like nice and clear, and then you add hops. Um, oh, now so, I love these. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I'm on the fucking bandwagon. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're totally right. I mean, this would be amazing with dry hops. Only then, I was you know, just kidding. I think it's fucking fine, dude. It is a good beer. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't sell fast enough. You know, they're two different styles entirely, but just if I had to choose one, my favorite is a mild thing. Is that what it's called? Mild yeah. thing. I like should have tried it with the It's a damn good one. Like you like this better. one? Yeah. What do you like about it? It's a little less um, malt, malty on the back end. Okay. It cleans up a little bit. It's a little bit lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just my current palate climate, I really enjoy this right now. That's that golden promise, right? That kind of, isn't that what you said you, you have it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of dry out, clean up a little bit. Yeah. I like the malt, malt character in this beer. Uh, another 10 I've used, and I, I would change its name to like an American, you know, American IPA. Right. You probably saw a Let's lot more. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no one would argue with you. Nobody would go like, yeah. it's not an American IPA. Like, what do you know? No, yeah. It would sell better by, by far. If we just don't change the name and call it New England IPA, it's good to go. <laughs> call it Old what if you just Name matters. What if you just called it England IPA? <laughs> First of all, most of us, especially millennials, are too stupid to realize you miss you left off the word new. They'll just assume it was there. Uh, so New England IPA and it, it would just sell. It doesn't even have to be accurate. It doesn't have to be right. Honestly, you I don't know what IPA, fucking Doctor Alex here thinks over here. But I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. What sells? Everyone knows. Money. Like you want, yeah. you want the beard of. To sell thirty percent faster, you just put IPA in the end of the name. Yeah, you're good to go. Not even I. Just put PA. People, yeah, well, yeah. I'm telling you, you can leave out these things nope. and they just fill in the blank uh, that it's already there. I, I, IRA, <laughs> and then people will misread it. <laughs> even that'll sell. Yeah, doesn't but, matter. But they won't yeah. get as many likes on Instagram if they take a picture of this beer. That's oh, your no You are one hundred percent right. But then <laughs> you just put a sign in the brewery: no photos allowed. <laughs> you have seen our Instagram? You know how like no beer. It's, I've never. It's so, if you haven't, good. No. Don't. Look at it because honestly it's like i'm gonna take a photo and it's so sad you can see like oh this is a clear beer right and i'm gonna take a picture of a hazy beer the amount of likes between those two god it's unfucking believable dude i go through like the search on instagram just because i'm bored of the toilet or whatever and every time i see like these like juice milk shit i actually literally will fucking hide accounts that's because i never want to see that bullshit come through (laughs) it turns my stomach I don't want to see it at all. This is why you haven't heard of us. When we were, (laughs) that's probably true. I like a lot of terrible things. I like coming into here. I mean, I don't really like doing that, but um, I like this beer. It's just not terrible, and I I don't like uh, those other beers. During the build out, we were like building out the brewery, doing the black hole plumbing, and like I I made some delicious summer gazpacho. Yeah, and showed up, took a picture on our Instagram with the gazpacho in a pint glass, and was like new hazy IPA. So many likes. 
don't think we've ever reached that many likes. The most it was liked insane. photo. The yeah. most liked photo. Yeah. Literally gazpacho. Jesus Christ. Why? That should be the name of a fucking the, the beer then. Gazpacho. It's gazpacho. Yeah. It looks good to them. Yeah. Can't deny it. It's amazing. Good. Does that mean we get to put crab into the kettle? Because yeah. I'm okay with that. Just just whole whole dungeon is crab. Just, yeah. just right in there. The more we drink tonight, you just keep asking for stuff, Sean. Yeah. I bet it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the whole not caring about costs. Yeah. Let's, put, let's put the crab in. Yeah. You just ask. Before you guys leave here today, there's going to be cactus and crab and kittens. And we're going to be poor. It's going to be great. Yeah. going to be. You can probably find kittens Still for cheap. Yeah. Do you guys live in Richmond? I do. Okay, so I you're look, doing all right. Yeah, yeah. You can afford it there. Well, you know, Richmond is a kind of expensive now. Is it really? I'm not even kidding. Like, Are you Richmond or Point Richmond? I'm Poorman. Yeah. No, oh, you're oh, yeah. Point yeah, Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so you're asking if I live in Richmond. Point I'm not Richmond. a rich man. I'm poor. But uh, but you're Point Richmond. <laughs> yeah, I'm Point Richmond. You're fancy Richmond. Whatever that means. It's the fancy part. You get Honestly, the gun no, pointed at you. the sad part. I actually live over the hill of Point Richmond, so... Okay. Regular Richmond doesn't want me. Point Richmond doesn't want me. They're like, fuck you. Alex you doesn't want you. Over there. Alex doesn't want me. But Marshawn, though, he's Marshawn like, lives dog. in my neighborhood. Okay. I've seen him at the so gas stupid. station. What's okay. a Marshawn? Who? Yeah. Marshawn Lynch, the, that guy who throws the ball. Or no, he catches, catches the ball it. and runs it. Wait, football. This guy, who, football American the guy football. who runs uh, the football with dreads. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Where it lives here. Th- that That's one. cool. because yeah. you're a Liverpool oh. fan. Yeah. He lives around here. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't like to talk to me. And I've said hi. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, fuck English ale, bitch. Yeah. Get out of my way. Where did, did, you tell, <laughs> did you tell me brew hazy beers? No, I told him. Maybe I then, he would, yeah. then he would have been like, what's up? Hey, how's I it going? I prefer still RO water. Get out of my fucking face. <laughs> oh, with your autistic water yeah. beer. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yes, I live in Richmond. It's great. Actually, I love it there. I can't afford it. That's okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking you don't have to make too much yet because Richmond's still affordable for the Bay Area. Dude, honest to God, like so. 500, yeah, 500 is your start. No, it's not. One is it yeah. now? Is that right? Thank, Thank you. you, Bevo. Thank you, Bevo. 500? That's cheap for a one-bedroom. For a one-bedroom? For a one-bedroom what? Right. Apartment. $500 a month? $500,000 to buy one. To buy a oh, one-bedroom oh. condo apartment yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? I'm talking like you want to buy a condo. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why is everybody moving to Richmond? Because there's nowhere else to go, dude. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like, where are you going to go? Berkeley? No. Those hippies? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Worst kind of millennial scum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I got to catch up on some live reads real quick. Uh, Beersmith. Get your free uh, 21-day trial of the Beersmith Brewing Software. They're now in version 3. Beersmith 3. Support for uh, mead, wine, and cider. Also a water profile tool built into the recipe builder. Um, Mash pH estimation and adjustment in the recipe builder. New support for hop whirlpool additions, including time and temperature for each item. So you can start to calculate what those late edition hops do. Uh, Go to beersmith.com today and get your free 21-day trial. There you go, guys. Yeah. Whirlpool edition calculator. See? Right there on beer. Smith. I brought my computer. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I love that mash pH adjustment. Are you kidding me? Man, yeah. That thing's great. Have you used it? Uh, every brew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Every time. All right. Do you guys want to get in a fight uh, before we have to go? Or? Oh, yeah. Is it Jell-O yeah, involved? It's got a... <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of sibling fight is a Jell-O fight. Yeah. But why don't you pull that shade and get the Jell-O? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to show the kids. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, though. 
Don't we have more of your beer on tap? Dude, yeah. I would love to give you more beer and Tesseray. Yeah. You want you want to try some more clear beer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have this yeah. We, we we got this beer called Tesseray. Okay. And it's on tap here. It's on tap. At the hop grenade. Yeah, apparently. People can come down right now and try it. At the grenade. Can we say that? I don't know that we can say that. You can say that. All right, so let's do this. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to try more beer with Armistice. Hang in there. It's the session. To the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewer's edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Brewcasters are back. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks to our good friends over at White Labs. God, I love those people. Want to learn more about the microbes responsible for making sour and farmhouse beers? If so, join White Labs at their Asheville facility or online through their webinar September 11th and 12th for their new Sour Beer Essentials Workshop. Two-day workshop will explore all the finer points of fermenting sour beer, intricacies of handling the yeast and bacteria, the history and 
traditions of these beers, and so much more. For more information, check it out at whitelabs.com slash education. That's whitelabs.com slash education. All right. We are still hanging out with Armistice Brewing Company. You can go to, if I didn't tell you already, armisticebrewing.com and uh, check out their location and the beers that they're pouring and some lovely photos um, and everything you need to know, Armistice, except for what you've learned here. The photos are okay. I mean, they're decent. I, I take care of the photos. Alex does the writing. She does the writing? Yeah. Should I? Should we check her writing right now? Oh, my God. Please do. Uh, what should I look I mean, did you well, notice? Well, we're about to try Tessa Ray. Did you notice? Oh, shit. Ah. Okay, first of all, it's too fucking long, Alex. It's a novel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I burped. Let me try. Here we go. Yeah, please. A dramatic reading by Justin. <clears throat> this is not a good way to start. I love it. No, I'm very like, excited. Like a picture please. of our... Please. Ray! Often backed with gold leaf foil... Oh. Tesserae are the cube-shaped pieces of glass used in mosaics in late antiquity. Oh, fuck. This beer is likewise evocative of the rich, luminous effect of gold on glass. An English heritage malt called Golden Promise provides a malty sweetness that finishes clean and uplights the hops. Promises, promises, promises. Mosaic and Eldorado hops in the Whirlpool and Dry Hop editions. Mosaic brings a bright medley of berries to the nose, along with tropical fruit notes such as mango and pineapple. El Dorado, named after the mythical city of gold that eluded imperialists and plunderers for centuries, complements the tropical notes in mosaic and adds watermelon, unripe stone fruit, and citrus zest. Chapter 2. <laughs> a resinous band of pine sap runs through the back end of this beer in a nod to danker iterations of the style. Chapter 3. <laughs> it, is re- it is a refreshing and drinkable take on a big, bold ale. The explanation. Oh my God! You're still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The thank you can thank Alex. The explanation may border on the. Okay, you got me here. Byzantine. Thank you. I was going to go Byzantine. Back to history school Byzantine. for you. Byzantine. <laughs> we have my vocabulary level. I like how, by the way, she knows it by heart. She's like, it's <laughs> Byzantine shit face. She's mouthing the words along as you're it's reading. It's actually yeah. part of Fucking the uh, bachelor degree. Part asshole. of our <laughs> part of our taproom lineup. We read these. <laughs> The explanation may border on the Byzantine, but the beer is straightforward and solid gold. How are you going to put straightforward at the end of that whole thing? Well, you nailed it. I don't know. It's uh, you had me at mentally. Turn that mic. (laughs) It's a beautiful description. Yeah. What does Tesserae mean? What's Tesserae from? Well, I think we're out of time, actually, so moving on to the next segment. Where is that cue music? You're listening to the session. It's a good thing we didn't do the descriptions at the beginning of the show. I think she mentioned what it was in the thing you were reading. No, I didn't catch anything. (laughs) It's a gold leaf thing in mosaic. Something about mosaics, yeah. Something mosaic, Tesserae. Oh, yeah, pieces of glass used in mosaics. She's got a sharp staff here. Right after you said mosaics, I tuned out and started getting on Instagram. Right. Just, just yeah. mind you that this is one of the beers we opened with. So people read this on day one. Wow. And, so they, fucking, still, and they still came and they, exactly. and they came back. Exactly. It's a fucking miracle. Here we are. 
<laughs> Turns out education has not failed us. No, never had it. We did it. <laughs> I just want to see if this is a one-off or they're all like that. Does uh, it have? Oh, God, no. It's oh. not a one-off. Tell me it doesn't have mosaic hops in it. Oh, for fuck's sake, they get longer. Yeah. <laughs> but say, you guys actually missed one of the greatest things of Brexit strategy. Of course, we can never, never live down Teresa, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do think that we're going to end up making a coffee table book. That's It's the picture of the beer with the long description. It's going to be 300 pages at Well, least. I, I think there's nothing, you know, if... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Um, if you want to really expand your business... Pretty sure book publishing is the way yeah, to go. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. History has shown. Yeah. So you know, books you got, are the way in you got 2018. The, you got the brewery, beers yeah. making money, hand yeah. over fist. You guys are driving all two Teslas each. Book publishing. Let's go. Hand, you have right. hand bound In books. Two words, right. Make money, money. You have no idea how many times you've turned down Amazon for publishing. It's, oh wow! It's sad. You know what else you can make with a printing press? <laughs> There's a little movie how to do it. Called Goonies. <laughs> and if an 11-year-old Asian boy can spot the counterfeit, then it's no good. Actually, I, I think Mouth did, but it's fine. Yeah. I feel like Tesere was the perfect example, though, of the, you won that of one. the elaborate wow. writing. I'm, well, I'm looking at the others, and they're, they're all quite good and, and somewhat elaborate, but... Um, she wasn't feeling herself quite as yeah, much I feel like the, you were the first a, one. What's the first you, one? You right? weren't as expressive as you were on day right. one. So the funny thing is, Alex. So out of respect, <laughs> out of respect, Alex always gives me like the final, like get, take the final read. I see. First off, I dropped out of college, right? So I don't know what half this shit <laughs> means. Can't and I read it. I like. I, I go barely. like, yeah, yeah, Tessa Ray, and yeah. yeah, yeah, mosaic. Okay, yeah, okay, it's good. And then like right. later, like people are like, Mom, how about citrus salad? Though? Yeah, oh, citrus salad was. One of the better ones. Citrus salad was amazing. That's not but on here I, for me to read. I feel Shit. like if if you're going to give anybody a, a final read on something, it's going to mm. be your target audience. Wait, College can, dropout millennial. Can I read you guys? I feel wait, like that's can, just so, what you got, can, right? Can so I, a good, yeah. Can I read you citrus salad just like, just once? Yeah. Like, does this does this resonate you, with what, you? Can we get a Can we get a glimpse of your of your voice though? Like how? Oh. Like Sorry. how you know, you know? Like I said, so. he was in film. <laughs> right. So this well, could be behind good. the camera my, in oh, one my, film. My. Okay, guys. Call ready. Here we go. Introducing Citra Salad, Citra Hazy IPA. PSA: Everyone knows this tragic statistic, but it bears repeating. Every 14 minutes, a cis white vegan woman <laughs> dies from lettuce asphy- <laughs> asphyxiation. <laughs> The medical community has correlated this high morality rate among mortality. Seed- <laughs> excuse me. Uh, excuse me. I can't read. Why can't they have high morality? Yeah. Excuse me. He no, reads no, no. perfect for a college dropout. Sorry. But it had good morals. Hold on. I got to go get my degree. Now I know you dropped out of film school. Slash literacy. Sorry. <laughs> excuse me, guys. The medical community has correlated this high morality rate among. This is a bit they worked on before they came around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this high mortality rate among CWVW, that's, once again, cis white vegan women, with cultural rather than biological determinants. 
The co-occurring behaviors of laughing and salad eating put CWVW at elevated risk of choking. Here at Armistice, we're serious about prevention, so we developed a safer way for this vulnerable population to consume their leafy greens. This IPA is packed with full of nearly five pounds per barrel of 100% whole leaf citra hops. Now, CWVW don't have to, <laughs> don't have to choose between their health and safety. They can drink their salads by the pint. <laughs> while, while our beers aren't nearly as dangerous as salads, please avoid laughing while drinking to mitigate the risks of drowning. Try smiling. Just kidding. Never ask a woman to smile. <laughs> Seriously, don't. And I our, like this one, Alex. I know, I know you, your, your fans can't see the beautiful photo of the cis white vegan woman that is my girlfriend drinking, <laughs> drinking, a, uh, drinking an IPA with a bowl full of citra. And her yoga mat. And her yoga mat. Oh, true stereotype. All right, it's on there. I, just, oh, I was putting it? her on Where camera. It? Oh. it was on camera right there. We got it. We got it. Let no good doctor go. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was basically based on – everybody knows those like – Stock photos of oh, like yeah. a woman eating salad, that's bopping a, herself on the nose with yeah. the fork, and like, ooh. That's a great rendition of that. Yeah, yeah. We, we tried real hard. It was beautiful. <laughs> All right. I hated so, the beer. Tell us about Tesserae <laughs> before Sean. we have to go. Yeah. It's great beer. Thank you very much. Um, this is uh, Golden Promises of Base Malt, just a little bit of uh, flaked oats and Munich for coloring. Um, and then we've got some Eldorado mosaic, a little bit of cascade there, hot side. Um, of course, hot side, we're going to include, you know, some, some flame out additions here. Uh, and then dry hopped with uh, mosaic and Eldorado as well, kind of left the cascade out there on the side. Um, and crystal clear. I mean, that's this is also this one is of the, the West Coast IPA that you've rebrewed. This is times. the West Coast yeah. IPA we brewed multiple times. It's definitely the beer that has seen the most returns to our. Uh, Tap room. Okay. Um, it's definitely one of our more request, requested beers. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. And it's, it's also, nice you beer. know, true true to uh, West Coast fashion, it's definitely 001. We moved away from Vermont on this guy uh, just to give it a little bit more character. Definitely gets out of the way. It's not overly bitter. Um, it's definitely still kind of more in line with, once again, focusing on those aromatics that we really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these aromatics, like I'm not just saying like, oh, you smell it and then you taste it. It doesn't taste like anything. Those aromatics pull all the way through. Uh, and that's a big thing for us. I think you achieved the hazy IPA character without all the haze. It has oh. a really round, smooth, uh, like you said, it's not very bitter at all. But I still would consider it a West Coast IPA. Um, Wait. What? I, so, you, you achieved it without the haze. You so, can make juice in a clear beer? Yeah. Ask Altamont. Can you believe it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, no. I think you're right. Um, we actually, as I said before, we didn't we didn't do hazy IPA from the beginning. This was one of the beers we opened with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's probably our most requested beer, I'd say, to this day. Um it's really nice. It's nice. Richmond doesn't really know much about West Coast IPA. It's kind of like they're they're like 2005 as far as like how far up the craft beer line. Wow, are roasted right now. the entire fucking wow. city. Where to go? You think we you are, get on Twitter and you bust some dude or two and five people read it? No, dude, the entire city just got <laughs> wet, wet take, take that customer base. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're just about to announce Black IPA. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me, Cascadian. IPA. Of course. No, no, Black IPA. Cascadian Dark Ale. Ale. Cascadian Dark Ale. Yeah. Excuse me. How dare you? I like this beer. Yeah. It was actually a mistake. 
want to hear a nice story. Now we can finally uh, we can start being honest yeah. about this. You know, it tastes like a mistake. It's, it's after three like, scrunchies, so Gregory. After three scrunchies, <laughs> Gregory reveals it all. No, um, actually, originally put your this, pants this back was, on, please, dear God. What you want to see think? another mistake? Here it is, Gregory. Put your pants back on. Uh, <laughs> How many times does that get said in a day, Sean, at the brewery? Two or three times. No comment. I need a few more points with Gregory tonight than I need with Alex. Uh, okay. Well done. Smart. He needs, he needs a, a few more tesserae to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, no. 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 How's your, how's your morality? Yeah. It's fine, but my mortality is through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My anyway, mom always said I was this a mortal was originally person. an IPA, regular IPA. This is going to be a mindfuck to everybody here okay. as a brewer. Um, we brewed the beer. It fermented way further than we ever anticipated. We thought, okay, well, now it's 8%. Well, I guess it's a double IPA, and it still tastes okay. Really? Right. So now to re- we had to recreate this beer, right, when we rebrewed it. Mash temp for, mash temp for this beer. It's a 15 Play-Doh designed beer. Mash temp 145. Yeah, that's crazy low, right? Okay, crazy low, and so now now we're we're pushing an eight percent beer out of a fifteen. What should be a fifteen Plato beer? And so, yeah, I mean that that's how Tesserae came to be. And you just ended up now. You just repeat that yeah, every it, time. Yeah, it's every day. Yeah. It was a total fuck up. We had to do the calculation. How do we get how do we get this recipe to ferment down to eight percent? I see one forty five. Fuck, we really have to fucking mash it at one forty five. So that's what we do when we brew this. Wow, beer. people still love it. Yeah. Um, some of the greatest yeah. mistakes. It, really great mistake. Mice and men or shit. Whatever. Fuck <laughs> 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 Who cares? I love the well, PhD. Well, the fact that you're yeah. 15 <laughs> Fucking mice. Wait, fucking mice. Off in the fucking that's don't look at them. shit. That's outside yeah. of her century range, though. How does she know about <laughs> right. that book? Right. Way beyond me. To be or fuck you. <laughs> don't look at it. I don't, don't know what it is. Now it really sounds like the production meeting I was telling you about. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was the best of times. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> Tired of you. Are you guys going to do a brood IPA and call it E2? Yo, brood IPA. Oh, brood IPA. In- interesting we talk topic. About have y'all had a brood IPA podcast Unfortunately. Yet? We have not We've had, had a podcast. couple on the show. No, it's not Shit. a show, but we've have had you, a couple. Yeah. Wait, have you had Shit. one that you like first? No. Okay, we're on, we're on the same page. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, I'll say, really enjoyed Hen Houses on tap here at the Hop Grenade. Great. Enjoyed cool. Kim's. Well the, the originator of the uh, style. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool Hard for style you. to nail, though. Yeah. Yeah. We well. we thought we were going to do a, a brewed IPA. We did a massive style spectrum sort of taste test. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, we're like, mm, we don't have to do this. So we you didn't. Have to do this. You just did it other people's, and then you thought, no good. We didn't like them. You didn't. You no, didn't do it experimental. Like Not no, at all. It was great. We we just we opened up all these beers. We had them. We're all kind of like. Take a mm. sip, and you're looking at the other mm. people. You like that. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to move on to the next one. And then once again, you're kind of looking at everyone. And at the end of the day, literally all of us are just sitting there after tasting no, all these yeah. IPAs, brewed IPAs. And we're just like, I don't want to make this. Right. Oh, thank God okay. someone said that. Well, I don't want to like, make it either. Yeah. It's not like the style but, that's making a shitload of money right now or anything, is it? No, it's just like a little no, fringe. But in 40 years, they're going to be the kings of brewed IPA. No. They will. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think, no, I'm kidding. Here's the thing. I, I, think, I think Kim will be the king, and he will always be the king of brewed IPA. He nailed it. It was good. He yeah, great but job. I mean, you know, it's like being the king of your own little tiny five. Th- I just, it doesn't, it, I don't know. I, to me, the uh, brewed IPA is, is the non-beer beer. 
beer. It tastes like nothing. There's really nothing going for it except higher alcohol. And at, yeah, at, that, exactly. point, at that point, you don't want beer. At that point, you don't want beer. Yeah. It's like with like with hazy IPA. You don't like IPA. If you like right. hazy IPA, you don't like IPA. Yeah, you like yeah. alcoholic pale ale. Right. It's coffee champagne. I agree with you. Hope Tasty, what is your thought on well, this style? I think brewed IPAs are like an outcome looking for a reason to be there. Oh. Like, why would I want to drink an 8% beer that tastes like a 6% beer? Yeah. Like, why don't I just drink 6%? Drink, like, T- one extra oh, beer a I night. I see your point. Like, what, am I, yeah. what am I trying to do here? Yeah. Now, think- they do lend themselves to being fruited, I think. They, they Once you get all the malt character out of the beer, mm-hmm. and all you have is, like, just some basic esters, which tend to be more fruity. You could, you know, kind of go with the flow and enhance make it, that. Yeah, but I like drinking beer. I don't like drinking fruit. Well, that, yeah, if you, for people that drink, it, I'm well, saying yeah. I'm with no you. one's making beer for you anymore, JP. Right? Fuck, there's like two people doing <laughs> it, and one all. of them is me. Right. Right, and you complain about the other one anyway. <laughs> I complain about me too. <laughs> yeah. You, you like amber ales? This is a right? fact. Uh, amber colored ales? Amber amber ales? I don't know. Ales. I don't know if I ever had like a true amber you just ale had a since kid, I was right? like. I did. All right, give it like three years. You'll be Amber Ale. All right. Give me a Your fucking... next kid will be called Amber. Amber. Yeah. Give me a Henry Weinhardt's uh, Blue Boar and, and uh, some Taco Bell, dude. I'm good. Okay. You hit her here first. JP, first ex millennial. <laughs> I think I might drinker. be out of the millennial by like a year or two. We're right there. Mm-hmm. Are You're we? On the cusp. Yeah, yeah. There, there are some that say we're in it. Like yeah. we're just the old millennials. What? No, you guys are old as fuck. Uh, right, they're ancient. millennials. It doesn't matter though. Uh, we're still we're we're <laughs> on the matter. cusp. We're in it's, the. It's I mean, you're still douchebags, but oh, well, yeah. right. yeah, it's a lose lose. You're either old you. millennial or you're yeah. old as fuck. Yeah, I, I exactly. Prefer, I prefer There's the no... term trans millennial, to be honest. You do? Yeah, I really do. Justin, yeah. you might identify. Justin, mind if I call you dad? I do. No, no, I don't mind at all. Uh, I'll Here's, probably kill myself after the show, but I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about brewed IPAs, though, is you think back to what hazies were a few years ago. God, they were terrible. Like you could find one occasionally that was awesome, and everything else was just like, "Oh, I do not want this." And now we look at it; it's one of the greatest sellers. Mm -hmm. Like for brewed IPA, it's a, it's an idea. You guys just got to give us a little bit of time, all of us production breweries out there, to find a place for it, to develop it, to build it, to get those flavors that we can put into this beer. Give us a little time to mature. We're a little young. We're a little unsure of ourselves. But we'll deliver. I agree with this assessment that because history has shown, as you said. But I am going to stick to the one thing Tasty said. And I hadn't thought about this before. But I don't like this whole thing where, like, oh, it's 8% but drinks like 6%. Who the fuck needs that? I don't need that. <laughs> There's Probably somebody... because I'm like your dad now. Uh, I don't mind me a high alcohol beer. I would just rather know it. Thank you, Father. <laughs> so, Father, may uh, I please have more IPA? <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of value shoppers out there that just want the alcohol right. content. I would, but, right. but that's yeah. why IPA is yeah. popular to begin right. with. It's I, not because it's good. It's not because it's amazing. It's not because of the flavors. No, 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 no. I'm so, I, it is true. So it's that's because the point in its, its favor. It's because it has high alcohol. Right. And then everyone, that became the cool drink. And then people got used to the flavor, which is exactly what we're trying to do with Brute IPA. The statement well, IPA is not popular because it's good. I didn't say that's how, I, 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 that's how it started. Oh, is that if people were attracted more to the uh, high alcohol... And they got over it, and they got used to it. And then the more people went out, they go, well, I don't really drink beer, but I'll have that IPA because I know it's 7%. Hmm. And I, then I, people got used to those flavors. Uh, hazy beer, that's that's happening now. Brute IPA, it sounds like that's on the way. It's like, well, we don't really know what it's supposed to be, so we're just going to tink around with it. 
and then people will get used to it by then, and then and then it'll be the thing. I, I think JP is bringing up a good point, which is that fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck yeah. you, score. Justin, if you're if if you're the dad, JP's the creepy uncle. Congrats, creepy uncle. Please don't touch me tonight. Um, I got to meet you there. I will say, (laughs) I will say though, you you bring up a good point, which is which is that you know a lot of these like just like hazy hazy IPA is. It was really hard to. To accept that. I mean, I think it was hard for even Alex and I yeah, to true, accept it when it first came out. I was like, what the fuck is that? The first hazy IPA I had was some like experiment, experiment New Belgium did. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Hmm. This is disgusting. But, you know, in the end, who are we to... Who are, who are we to judge? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, consumers. Yeah. Hazy the, IPA has been votes. around. The market votes. Right. Something that we're, we're a little concerned about in the hazy IPA category. I think we all know that uh, the Brewers Association just finally recognized hazy IPA, hazy juicy IPA, yeah. double most, IPA and pale ale. Most popular beer at the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah. So yep. I also think that it's it's no secret, especially to everybody seeing here right now, that that style, but all three of those styles are extremely vulnerable to, you know, degradation yeah um yeah you know i saw that yeah. post and i thought Poor, the same thing yeah. i mean how the fuck are these all going to be stored for three weeks before Poor shelf life yeah. they're well, going to be well. 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 Like so, okay. so, so like let, let's take a brewery here in the bay area that makes amazing ipa and also hazy ipa cellar maker right we, yeah. we all know them they're doing mm-hmm. great fieldwork. yeah field work great you know what cellar maker puts on their can it, it says it right on their can Don't 21 drink within 21 days mm-hmm Mm-hmm. The the judging is happening outside of 21 days. Right. I love the Brewers Association. We're part of the Brewers Association. We think they're doing a lot of great great for this thing. But it's like, how can you judge a style? Yeah. That is well. That's not their. If anything, then it was their fault for making it a style. It's not their. That's just how the judging is done. Now right. we agree on. Uh, you're you're well, right. You're right. I didn't say it. I said if anything. Right. This is not my <laughs> I, opinion. I, for I, us I to wonder, agree on. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how it's going to change in the next yeah. year. You know, we yeah. we, we, we submitted. To, I think. To, you know what though? Tell us. Who what fucking, do you think, Justin? Who we want to know. Who Dad, tell us. Who cares? I love it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a new style that people are excited about. Um, it's going to be a little past its shelf life. They're going to figure it right. out. It's a first year thing that people are excited about. They want right. to see an award for it. They want to <laughs> cheer their brewery on. Yeah. The breweries want to be involved with it. In other words, uh, whenever these styles come out, I don't really give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy tasting them. Sometimes right. I don't enjoy tasting them. And I don't have this whole like flag on the moon about, uh, <laughs> you know, well, it's supposed to be like this and supposed to be like that. Yeah. And, and while I agree... It, it, maybe it's not ideal that, that this new category they created is going to be outside the judging window. Who fucking cares? Like, they're going to figure it out. Well, how is they, Wet Hop a category? Those beers are sent in at the beginning of exactly. August. Are they last year's Wet Hops? Bingo. <laughs> like, how does that even They're happen? rehydrated yeah. hops. Yeah. You don't fucking worry about it. That, that, that shit is and so wet. You don't want to touch it's, it. Right. Hey, Beardy, you've got to know that. South American only Wet Hops. Oh. <laughs> don't touch it. What are you, There's a, another hemisphere. What are you, a right. dummy? That's right. Yes. God, idiot. New Zealand only. <laughs> okay. Now, it's your mortality yeah. rate. You're totally right. I think uh, eventually it's going to, I mean, we'll see We'll see what happens next year. You know, we, we Or put, make a more stable hazy beer and quit oh, bitching about it. Hey, can we talk about hazy stability? Seriously, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we like wrote in on like things we like to talk about. Hazy stability is yeah. a thing. Kiki We're was not That stable. it's not a thing, though. That it's difficult is it what is you're saying. It is real yeah. difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you throw the flour in? 
Yeah. Flour is very stable. Whip it up. It'll be fine. So well, I'm I mean, just it'd be interesting to see what the judge, how the judging goes. I, I, like, if I, I'd like to be a judge for the hazy beers. I would. And they're like, wow, these all taste age. Are they all? They, yeah. uh, and are they going to account for yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, they're going to go like, wow, this is going to be different. Yeah, they, yeah. Right. Hopefully, the guys who do uh, judge them know what they taste like fresh, so they can like, right. you know, get a we, sense. Or the opposite. But that's the, the difficult too. too. We entered two two hazy beers into it, and God knows we're not going to win. It doesn't matter. We know. Are you trying win. to reverse jinx yourself right now? No, no, no. no. We, <laughs> we know. We knew when we sent them off. Mm-hmm. You drank. Now you only drank one of them. You so you spent $1,200 knowing you're going to exactly. fail? Yeah, this yeah. smells <laughs> like a reverse jinx. <laughs> Do I have to repeat? Yeah. Bad business. Welcome to Armistice. Yeah. So you want, you want to try beer that doesn't make sense? Like, like, have you ever heard of a lifestyle business, kid? Have you ever heard, have you ever heard of... Let trying, me show you. Yes, we have. Justin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're living Justin, it. Yeah. have you ever heard of trying to live on $2,000 a month in the Bay Area? Yes, we have. Welcome to Armistice. Uh, not only heard of it. I, I literally Milk still goes. hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want more bad business decisions, there are... Our advertising spots on the Brewing Network. Excellent. So I feel like you yeah. should just you know, it, let me is know. Is it a 501c3? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 It is now. 100%. Yeah, no, like it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send it. It should be, though, right? <laughs> it really should be. Pretty much. Uh, shit. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, good luck with your shitty, hazy beer. <laughs> Outside of the outside of the judging window at GABS. No, we're not going to win. Drink the mild thing. We we entered that too. You did. If anything is going to level the playing field, it's going to be all those beers sitting for four months or whatever. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You might be fine. Might be totally fine. Sure. Yeah, we're fine. Are they going to roll them, you think? Or are they just going to put us in? Oh, yeah. Roll. Flip it. Well, flip it. Oh. Have flip you heard it. of this? Flip the can. Smack it up. Flip it. Roll it, it down. down. Oh, I need a body bag. <laughs> what would you prefer in your own beer for since? Well, never again. <laughs> Thank you. Roll them, flip them, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we would prefer, yeah, they ask like hard pour software. Oh. Did you know that? In GABF, they go in the, hard pour or soft pour. In the and application? I'm like, I don't know, yeah. dude. When I'm at home alone, it's soft porn. Oh, <laughs> you got you yeah. got to make a beer called you're like, Hardcore this Pour. This is a typo. Hardcore Pour. JP is giving them away right now. Oh, that's a freebie. Do you want? Do you want minimum wage? I, I, I exist in minimum wage. It's fine. Yeah. My entire forty-year career being alive has been minimum wage. Oh, just to get ready for that library there, I got one more question. Yeah. Uh, what was the finishing ground in this double IP that you got it down? Got it to eight percent and only fifteen plates. Oh yeah, seven one point four. Oh, I see. Well, you're already yeah. making brute IPA. You guys Bingo. One more yeah, yeah. when you it's, got it's, it. It's, it's, it's sub two yeah, for yeah. sure. Real dry. One point eight. Oh, cool. 1.8. Well, good yeah. Time. I mean, 15 Plato's a guess. What is? What was it actually? Oh, no. T- turns out it's 17. Ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> 15, 15 to 1.8 not Bingo. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, turns out point. I did it wrong. Uh, that Beersmith calculator is not right. Uh-oh. That's what you're using. Oh, hey, I can't talk. I'll email Brad. Still on uh, Warren, 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 we have to talk off air about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just do. want to point out, so we got the brew log in front of us here. Not my handwriting. There seems to be a lot of writing on this brew log yeah, here. What's all here, happening? Here. Like, oh. So, well, maybe three English? times in. Uh, <laughs> Lots of like we, we forgot to turn the burner on on this one. Now. All right. Yeah, whatever. It's a raw beer. <laughs> just like Libertine. Raw beer. Just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Longer talk, but. 
All right, real quick, go to greatfermentations.com. They've got the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, and their staff is some of the best trained in the biz. They offer top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on so many items. Check them out at greatfermentations.com. Be sure to like them on Facebook, GR8 Fermentation, Great Fermentation, Instagram, and Twitter. It's all there, greatfermentations.com. All right, we're about done here, folks. But we do have a Twitter game to get through. We do. We have someone to nickname. Yeah. Uh, Kim Shimke uh, does not yet have a, nip, a nickname here. And um, I believe we put it out to the Twitter webs. We did, as a matter of fact. Okay. And I got some pretty stupid ones. This wasn't as good of a game as I thought it was going to be. There, people were actually kind of trying to, I think they were trying to be mean. Okay. Um, so I filtered out the mean one. They're taking too many cues from us. I think so. I think that's what's not very right. nice to Shimke. No. Um, so Brandon R. wrote in and said, uh, Kim, friend zone Shimke. Friend zone. She's everyone's buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but that would imply that I want to have sex with some of you, and that is absolutely incorrect. So I don't like no, that. It's, it's oh. it's all of us, no. I imagine. First of all, I call bullshit on that right. statement. Yeah. yeah. And uh, second of all... Well, that's, there's Vivo, so there's think, the exception. That's true. <laughs> I think Vivo the, bingo. I think the larger protest actually would be that we consider you a friend. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are yeah. such that's, an asshole. That's one zone too far. You yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's buddy zone, not friend zone. Yeah. You can't really Sweet be friend zone. zone. Solid in the buddy zone. Yeah. Go ahead. What's next? I mean, honestly, uh, Kim, that's the place to be. Um, Justin Crosley with this hot take. Friend, a buddy zone, not friend zone. I'm just kidding. Um, Lab Rat <laughs> Brewer. Says, leave it as Shimke. She suffered enough. That's true. That's and these true. are these true are like statement. the nicer ones. I like it. Um, well, why? Why did you exclude? Were the mean ones like <laughs> real mean? What? Why? Uh, if they were real mean, then it's okay. There was, this isn't there was real radio. Come on, one, one that was real mean. A couple are like uh, really stupid. Also, okay. so I just didn't really okay. bother with right, it. Just I did read them all. You did. I did. Did you find so, any of them too mean to read? Like to? No, I mean. If anything, people are going to try and be really mean. You know, like they want to outdo each other. Right. Well, right. I, but I, you know, look, man. I was uh, yeah, look. I was just trying to be nice, but I can I can throw a couple of the uh, other ones on there if you really want. I don't know if they're not if they're not funny. Well, that's part of it. Anyway, I didn't expect this kind of analysis or analysis of my uh, mm-hmm. my work. Jacob Hurt wrote in and said, "Who's Kim Shimke?" That's probably the most accurate. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, who? I like that. It's a bit long, but for a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You can uh, turn it to just who. Who K- uh, WKS. Uh, someone called Warong Bylups says uh, desperate. That's me. I was only saying that because I commented last week on him. And yeah. then uh, Flip Pryor wrote Kim E. Trinkle. Trinkle. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like I said, there were, there were a couple Eli, other ones that were, they were pretty dumb, but, uh, you know, that's that's those are the ones I got. That's it? That's it. Oh. Well, you got, like, with a name like that, who needs a nickname, but I thought that was already covered with, you right. know, it just, it wasn't, it, it was, I was very disappointed right. with the turnout. I liked the Aunt Flo one. I thought that was clever. Not oh, a great nickname, the, but it's that one? Auntie Flo, she arrives once a month. I thought that was really, like, obvious and stupid. So it's a little, but she does only show up once a month. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, but... The difference is we're, well, no, I guess we're, it's the same. Nobody's really happy to see either. Right. We're all glad when yeah. she's yeah. not. We all suffer. So it's an, it was low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But, I yeah. just thought it was, I just, yeah. I didn't think it was as creative as Paul Wilcox has been in the past. Okay. 
<laughs> Let's oh. call him out. Yeah, the gauntlet uh, has dropped. Well, I don't well, know, man. I don't Look, that's think, what I did. We're not going to give Kim her name tonight. Well, uh, I don't think we've heard We're going to have a winner one. of the game. We are because uh, we're keeping her name as Shimke, yeah. and somebody suggested keeping her name as Shimke. Yeah. That we're not going to find no, better. Because winner, she has winner. suffered enough. So who is that? Because <laughs> they win. Winner, winner. Uh, let's see. Let me find that is uh, Lab Rat Brewer. That's there our winner of the, of the Twitter game. Oh, I do Brought like two easy syllables. Uh, so, Shimke, you're still Shimke. There Back you go. Back to being generic. Yeah. All right. Still good Who? old Shimke. Speaking, speaking of low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <What? laughs> oh, Alice is pretty creative over here. I feel like she could probably do it. Let me give you a Shakespearean name. Hmm. <laughs> Doth thou hast whomst shall be. What was, your, what was your nickname when you were a kid? Did people just call you Shimke? Have you always been Shimke? The Kimby. badass base of master. <laughs> no, sorry. What have you had? You, give Kimby. Us... Kimby, that's it. I swear to God. Kimby. 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 K-I-M-B-Y. Huh. That's stupid. Literally, my stepdad used to call me fucker. Yeah, <laughs> 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 come here, fucker. I'm like, okay, Mike. My dad calls me Wimble. <laughs> What's that? Well, like, Kimble, and then Wimble came from it. Okay. Just a weird dad thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Great. That's so you should cool. have some good ones. Then. Speaking of weird dad <laughs> things, Shimki. Yeah. Let's, let's ask the res- resident father. Yeah. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> yeah. Well, just look around Z- the room. Yeah. JP, Bevo. Okay, first off, that's not Beardy. a dad. <laughs> no, but his nicknames that he's No, that with. Olin Schultz was calling me that for more beer. Oh, he was. And, that, and that's just how Justin I did not invent oh, JP. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Came up with the initials, but Jip. It's the only one in the room Jip, I did. Yeah, no, okay. Jip. Oh, Jip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I built my life around that nickname. You definitely Jip. came up with Bevo. Oh, yeah, though. your major Jip. It's true. Yeah. About Bevo, tasty. Good taste. I mean, Beardy was fucking easy, and you know, come on. Right. You know, you know, the only the thing dumb, less creative than that is Shimki. I ever. The problem. The thing is, it doesn't matter. Like. It doesn't matter how bad the nicknames I, I come up with are. Mm-hmm. They do fit the person. They sure. always fit, the, so they just stick. Moscow, you didn't come up with either. Like, you, did you? look oh. like a fucking Shimke. Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever that yeah. is. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm very German. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, <laughs> ask people if you go, hey, I'm Shimke. Do I look like Shimke? They'll be like, yeah, you look like Shimke. I'm not going to ask people that. You should. Just walk, around, just walk around and ask. No. It's rude to ask them that? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Oh, what did you say? Am I a fucker? You're a fucker. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, thank you. you. Know. The only problem with your nickname, fucker, is that you just can't say it everywhere. Come on down yeah. to Armistice. Yeah. See the fucker. <laughs> yeah. Say hi yeah. to fucker. See, I'm writing your live read for yeah. you right now. If we're really successful, I'm going to be like, I got to, you know, JP, man. No, Justin, he called me fucker. Here, I'm going to give you your first uh, free live read. The other problem with him is he Often looks- backed with gold leaf oil. <laughs> Come see fucker. Come laugh at the fucker. Come laugh at fucker. Drink a pint and laugh. Quaff a pint. An English heritage man with a malty sweetness that finishes clean and uplights the hops. <laughs> Potentially a microphallus. Uh. Hailing from the mythical city of gold that eluded imperialists and plunderers for centuries. The fucker compliments the tropical notes and mosaic and adds other things like. Das fucker. Das 
Before you ask, this is not Jay from the Rare Barrel. Don't right. ask again. Because he looks like Jay from the Rare Barrel. Oh. Join Jay Fucker and his resinous band of pine sap runs throughs. I'm just paraphrasing the whole thing. I want to do that. All right. Do that. <laughs> Alex wants to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let me see if I finished everything here. And that, and that read the fucker bit. All right. Uh, the city of Concord is the perfect place to start or expand your craft beer business. Concord centrally Alex. located in the Bay Area. It boasts strong craft beer loving demographics. The city's historic downtown, right where the Hop Grenade is located, is experiencing a boom uh, with new businesses opening and new apartment develop- developments in the pipelines. Uh, check out the city's economic development team, who's ready to help you find a successful location to meet your business needs right here in Concord and help you with the permitting process. Give Brian Nunnally a call at 925-671-3018. He's ready to help you open your business in Concord. 925-671-3018. All right. There you go. Concord. I hope that's his cell phone number. City of Concord. Our listeners. Back in the day, back in the day, you never could give a phone number on this program. Remember that because you would get fucked up phone calls for the shower. uh, Oh yeah, the shower remaster or whatever. I I gotta say, I'm kind of sad we didn't do drunk of the week. Mm. Is, Is that gone now? Yeah, it's pretty much good. Mostly, I mean... Do we, we even have a phone number anymore? Really? We do. Does yeah. it work? Unless I didn't pay the bill. I don't think... Does it work? I think so. Hmm. No grief jobs. Let's see. No fucking drunk of the week. Alex yeah. is out of here. She's done. What the fuck happened? I mean... <laughs> she's out of here. She's leaving. As she Just leaves the studio. leaves the room. You I see what you're up against. You have changed yeah. the network. Yeah. I hope she's driving home, because that would be amazing. <laughs> wow. You've changed, fucker. <laughs> All right, uh, one more thing. Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they're yes. backing up that promise. Check it out. Go to adamneve.com. You get 50% off almost any item when you enter coupon code BNARMY at checkout. Um, also, backed by popular demand, and for a limited time, you're going to get the free Big O kit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adam and Eve's Big O kit includes Climax Gel, Mini Vibrator, um, and... Because that's oh. really all you need is a small one. I think that's a it, mini actually. vibrator. That's all that you deserve. Can I ask how many here have actually used this discount? Like the B- just mean <laughs> you just the uh, army. Just uh, I've not used it yet. Actually, I've not used the oh, mini vibrator. Tasty. Wait, maybe I have. I think I did. Like, did years, you know it's Tasty's birthday ago. tomorrow? I think you did. I knew I, it was his I birthday. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride out. Are you going to party? <laughs> dude, yeah, dude. Birthday sex. <laughs> <laughs> All Come right. on. Well, get your discount now. Use coupon code BNARMY. Choose a new adult toy, a naughty movie, almost anything else at 50% off. Get free shipping plus the big O kit uh, with the Climax Show and the vibrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, use coupon code BNARMY, B-N-A-R-M-Y at adamandeve.com. Okay. We should change the code to like home brewing boner or something like that. Mm-hmm. Home boner. Home boner. <laughs> the waterproof <laughs> massager boner. is way too loud. Don't get it. Waterproof massage? What happened to our shimki? I got it and you didn't read last time I was here. That is what I purchased. I took a photo so that you knew what I Wait, had to you took talk a photo? about. It. The Maxi Wanachi <laughs> waterproof massager. Why does it suck? It's loud. Okay. <laughs> well, we I live in a 1910 building. You can hear everything that's going on with the your neighbors. I swear to God, they thought my electric toothbrush was a vibrator. Oh. Now wow. it's actually a vibrator. Oh, nice. speaking they of like, that, so. 
It's like chainsaw. There's, a, there's a two for one in that department now. <laughs> the, well, it sells it, it. The description is like it's not loud. Oh, but it actually is. Did you rec- did you <laughs> it, record it? No. So Why? So your neighbors think you have this a pager. Isn't, What's this the problem? is an audio based show. Okay. So when you come in and you're like, I'm going to talk about how loud it is. It would be great if you can be like, listen to this. <laughs> You meant as in recording it while it was in use. No, no, no. I don't care if okay. you. Yeah. You can do that too. But. I mean, yeah. Like we're not going to say no, but mostly just the sound <laughs> of the fucking thing, you know. So anyhow, you're just you're still learning, Chucky. And are, are other uh, vibrators that, is not that, waterproof? What? How does that work? They have to be said yeah, think, specifically you, you waterproof. Would, but you would think inherently they are moisture repellent. It's more yeah. for like this when you use lube. Like if you use. Also. Like because certain chemicals can like mess up shit, so okay. use water based. The weirdest but... conversation. Oh, I've see ever now, had I would think dad. that that meant that that one could be like submerged. And and why way, one would need to do that, I'm not sure. But when I'm when I'm taking laps in the pool, I want like to feel like a boat. Wouldn't and so that if make I get it that, better? <laughs> wouldn't that make it better? All that exercise. I mean, How could it hurt? I'd exercise more often. What, is that was that your at least once a week? See exactly. Was that your only complaint about the, it? Was just the noise? Yeah, and it, I mean it was just like any other vibrator. It, there was nothing too special about it. I but see. there's a bunch on there, and I did go for the cheaper option, no so that might be my bad. Even with the coupon code, you couldn't afford the other one. And Justin, oh, and it dude, be on Justin's on. credit card. And I was paying for the thing because like, I had to count this as a line item on my invoice. Uh, I wanted to be like yeah. nobody sees that but me. Right. Well, you don't know where the studs are. By the way, return it if you're not going to use it. I'm not paying for that thing. (laughs) I don't think you can return those things. Imagine handling the returns department. I'm pretty sure uh, you uh, you use it. You keep it. I don't know about that. Just so I understand, we're we're writing off sex toys right now? No. Yes. Fuck. Yes. We're on the wrong company. It was was obviously for the show. I should have called Jamil to ask him how to do this the proper way, and (laughs) I messed up. Yeah. See, if only there was oh a God. podcast he, to learn how to use waterproof. Jamil only uses his left hand. He, he, he mm. probably would have sent you his top 10 waterproof vibrators. <laughs> top 25 <laughs> with his own Amazon link. Yeah. Is, that, is that the new book from Bruce Publications? <laughs> yeah. The Zane yeah. signature model. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The Silent 1000. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, the neighbors you can do it in the airport like, bathroom. Guaranteed you can use this in the library. <laughs> It's ribbed, but, but the ribbon is his signature. My, my number one pick. I call it the Library XL. Oh my god! Uh, so when's he having that? Yeah. It doubles as one of those like single pole stools that people uh, carry around. Yeah. yeah, I'm bringing my own chair. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently they, they have. Uh, um, uh, we saw it this uh, Warren and I went out to the city the other week. Yeah, the other weekend, and there was like a little party going on, as and, we do. Yes, we as gentlemen are wanting yes, to right. do. Being party yeah. guys yeah. on and, the weekend, and there was there was a company selling uh, modifiers for your electric toothbrush, like you know the battery for your electric right. toothbrush, but it was a dildo on the end, like a vibrator on the end. That's brilliant. So you, I think so too. Touch- yeah, uh, you thought so. You thought it was a terrible idea. I think it's brilliant. I, I, but I did, I did say that I don't know how I could put something in my mouth. After it just made me come, would I, you be? I couldn't do that. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to use the dildo in your mouth. Well, yeah, you probably have to like. Oh. You probably you exchange said, you like the tip. Back. Do you touch? Oh. You, there's, that's what the JB. toothbrush head is for. JB, it. it's a millennial thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't don't worry about it. It's just a bristled dildo, <laughs> yeah. so you can do both. <laughs> 
like, I made it like an like object association. Like, I couldn't, I don't know, man. <laughs> How does that work? Is there like a hundred uh, toothbrushes and one orgasm? Right. <laughs> how much battery power is there? Yeah, That's true. How many, one ch- how many brushes do you get? Right. And I carry more about my oral health than my, you know. Vaginal health? Vaginal health, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Whatever that, that other thing is. I only know of one. You're missing one of the holes. Your prostate <laughs> health. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, you got to clean it. And I feel like, you know. No, you, the useless right. prostate is a dirty prostate, so you, you gotta put the like brush a, head on and go. Is it curve? <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> I curve. You curve. Yeah. Maybe that's all you need is the brush. I don't Maybe know. That's all you need. Yeah, man. This, all these extra accessories <laughs> seems like a waste of plastic, fart minty or fresh. rubber, yeah. whatever. All right. Can we leave now? I'm uncomfortable. All right. No. Oh, now you're uncomfortable. <laughs> successfully talked about prostate Kim started this whole thing. And <laughs> Alex she hasn't even gone. come back yet. No, she's she, she, she 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 really out of here. I think she's she's done with that Washington. She's out of here, dude. <laughs> wow. All right. Next week on the program, we're doing a collaboration show. 21st Amendment and Fieldwork are going to be on here. They did oh, the collab. Yeah, they came out with the beer. Um, so come down to the Hop Grenade and try the beer. They're, they're all going to be out here hanging out, and then we're going to do the show um, and taste the beer and talk to you about it. So. It's a hazy beer. It it is. It is. Is it? Is 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 it? It is. It is. And it's canned. I didn't, I didn't know. And it's canned. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I just thought that would be exciting for some people. <laughs> is that it was a hazy beer? It is. Right. Everyone's gonna like it more. <laughs> All right. Good. Hang on. Let me double check. God bless. Okay, I did. I did. did you everything. Uh, all right. I think we're out of here. Um, right. I like this. So we will see you next week. Don't forget about our yeah. Oktoberfest coming up on the 12th and 13th of October. Keep an eye out on thebrewingnetwork.com for details on that. Or you can go to visitconquered.com and get details. Uh, come out and hang out with us. We're going to have some good beer That's here. That's true. Speaking of details, things. I just posted the latest, latest episodes of Heads and Tails podcast, Whoa. the 7-3 mm-hmm. Distilling from New Orleans, Louisiana. Is that um, a show all about spirits? Yes, it is, Warren. Thank you for asking. Oh, great. <laughs> Those are the worst. <laughs> Step plugging your hey, show. We're not the no, ones no, who no, had Oktoberfest no, after Oktoberfest. No, no hazy IPA, no America, fucker, man. That's, no, that's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Thank you to Armistice Brewing Company for being in here. Uh, all of you, I appreciate it. We got Greg, we got Sean, we got Alex. and uh, She's gone. And, uh, <laughs> we had Alex. We had. She, she gone. She gone. <laughs> She's literally gone. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Thank Great you. beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, really enjoyed it. And I'll have to come check out your hipster tap room. Eh, you know. You'll yeah. fit in just fine. Yeah. <laughs> fun hanging out. He's yeah. got the man bun. It was a good time. That's right. <laughs> all right. Shimke, fuck off. We'll see you all later. <laughs> Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Armistice Brewing Company out of Richmond, California, hauled some beers out to us, and at least half were clear and still delicious. Head over to ArmisticeBrewing.com to find out more. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcast. Go to EarsUpPodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info. Follow Nate Smith, whoever that is, at Nathan Homebrew. Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee. Warren is stuck over at Another Beardy. Jason, I wrote the forward to a serious book written by a human lawyer. Petros knows Twitter is dead, so he's on Instagram at Major Jip. And you can find Bevo there as well at Beverly Moore. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sky and winning the race, JP does great as his chariot.